WrestleMania 3 at the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's a day that I'm certain my guests at this time will not forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man nothing Randy. Means nothing means nothing. Nothing. nothing means nothing. Man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? Oh, I'm talking about all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top, oh yeah. Macho Madness, yeah, has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney thinks that I got. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, let me say it, yeah. Let me say it out. Loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation. The Macho Man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision. Yeah, I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait a minute, and there is no doubt about it. Yeah, you mean Gene Okerlund. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. And welcome back to WTF and Vonadio. I'm Spicy Ryan, and I'm like a head trip to listen to, because I'm only giving you things you joke about inside with your friends inside your living room. The only difference is I got the balls to say it in front of y'all, and I don't gotta false or be sugar-coated at all. I just get on the mic and spit it with... Uh, the Fox Danger. And will he please stand up? Uh, no, I'll, I'll, remain, in my, I'll remain in my chair for now, but maybe, maybe we'll, we'll do something that would require like maybe a standing ovation or something, who knows? Nobody said we'd be engaging in all of these physical activities. That's right. And today, we're going to be talking about the average player, the personal perspective, or just the average player. Because Fox and I have been on some journey since the last time, and we got plenty of things to talk about in that regard. Spiritual journey? Fox's spirit is being crushed, actually. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, it, it's interesting. Once I uh, saw... This is how I'm doing, I guess. Um, yeah, how so, you doing, Fox? Right. So as far as like the game's concerned, oh, well, I mean, I guess I'll start with the, the school things like my real life matters to me. It gives you guys like a snapshot into my state of mind or something. Uh, my school thing um, should be starting up in about a month. So I'm just pretty much getting ready to go there. And it's basically just a waiting game at this point. So I can't wait to go back. It's going to be fantastic. Um in game though, I've been doing all kinds of stuff. Like I've been playing around with a lot of weird builds on Black Mage lately. Um, specifically Black Mage Sub Sam, I've been playing a lot, and it's been pretty rewarding. Uh, and then I guess as to what you were alluding to, <laughs> uh, I joined another Link Shell, but this time it's not to like help them or anything, trying to like make them better. I was just going to attend, and the whole idea um, that I've actually mentioned on quite a few podcasts up to this point is that. I have no idea what it's like for the average Final Fantasy XI player. And this isn't like me trying to say I'm like a leader or anything, I, I guess, uh, though I probably am. Um, it's that I really don't know what their take on stuff is. So I joined the shell intentionally, not going to run anything, not going to try to like direct them in events and stuff. And uh, they ran some Dynamises recently, and it was a very eye-opening experience. Um, yeah, it we'll get basically... Yeah, we'll get into that. But man, like leadership just does not exist anymore. That's for sure. Um, well, what they need, Fox, is they need you to write up a whole strategy about how to do stuff in the Discord every night and copy paste it for everyone who's not going to read it anyway and shows up and does what they do. Yeah, it kind of leaves you disillusioned. That's for sure. I don't know. It's been nice, actually. Like my group has been on uh, on break. Uh, one of my members is down in Mexico on vacations. One takes a break because I like to keep everyone on the same page. 
Um, also, I refuse to play with pugs, so that's up to someone else to figure well, out. Well, do you really? Usually, yeah. Because you, you join this kind of pug groupish, constantly a pug group experience of a link shell, so you're kind of doing some pugs, are you not? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have, right? Um, I also went into Odyssey with them one time, and it was about the same result the Dynamis was. Uh, so that that's that's a whole different thing. That's that's on like the side project where I'm trying to actually see what it's like from their perspective. And yeah, there's a lot of crazy insight I got from that. But yeah, other than that, though, I mean, if I'm not going to elaborate on it just yet, that's about all I have going on, man. Um, how have you been doing? Well, today. OK, let's 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 get the weeb shit out of the way first. So lately I've been going through <laughs> Hey, well, the last couple episodes, I haven't mentioned any anime at all. So it's true. We, I, we've been very, we've been very good about that. We've been very straight laced. You know, will the real weeb please stand up? The fucking this summer is a fucking banging. Oh anime. no, we got, we got, uh, we got yeah. Devils a Part Timer. We got, um, is Ron to pick up girls in a dungeon? We got, um, yeah, we got Machi three Made in the Abyss, which I've been watching. Right. Made in the Abyss. Oh, Made in the Abyss, so fucking good. Isn't it? Dude, it's, oh man. It's not a typical thing. So like it's if not. you're not into like fucked up dark kind of anime that's depressing and, and like fucked up, then you're not gonna like Made the Abyss. But if you do, oh it's so good. It's so a- it's it, it's fucked up dark anime, right? But it's painted with childhood like childlike wonder on it. And it's it's fucking awesome in presentation because of that. So it's like if you were Dane Cook's wife. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, it has some it has some themes in it that kind of skate the line. So like some people will will just want to be, you know, keyboard warriors about it. But you have to kind of know that in universe it is what it is um, with everything that's going on. And there's like real shit that happens in there that like people some people just have to deal with in life. So you'll some people will probably get triggered. Um, I would say that it's definitely a step up from people uh, from Goblin Slayer. That's for sure. Like, yeah, people it, freaked out about that. I didn't like Goblin Slayer too much, but uh, I did think the. I didn't care about the whole goblin raping someone. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never got, I never got weird about that either. It's like, I that, mean, it's like, I'm not happen, into it. I'm not, it's like, it's yeah. not, it's not like adding suspense or excitement to me. I'm kind of like, okay, let's, let's move past the whole goblin raping someone yeah, thing. Yeah, I want to yeah. see the rest of what we're offering here. But then, you know, it, it was okay. But uh, yeah, that's, I guess some people will be a little like, oh, I can't watch this because there happens to be rape in the opening two seconds. It's like, well, you know, rape's a thing. It's a thing. It doesn't go away. It's a thing. And I'm not saying that, like, if you're just getting into Made in Abyss, like, if you're watching season one, you're going to have to deal with any of that. But what I will say is that these it gets are darker. kids basically being kids, and it gets much, much darker. Yeah. It progressively gets darker and darker. It gets so dark. We're talking, you know. The movies are good. Like, it's just a solid series overall. So it's uh, it's worth the segment. That's it, for It's sure. darker beyond death. So it's not like losing kids, yeah. is it? You know, like, there's, there's plenty of death, but it becomes like a... It's worse mutilation and you know it, it gets it gets there yeah yeah can you shove someone's entire being into a container as they're still alive <laughs> you'll get to find out somehow it's a source of power anyway uh so also what i've been watching is uh kaiji ultimate survivor it's got like this long like gaioko something something kaiji ultimate survivor but it's uh kind of like uh the squid games as an anime before the squid games existed where okay. uh, a guy's in debt, as you guys you are in the Squid Games, and he's hopelessly in debt, like he co-signed a loan with some guy, and the guy runs off, which he later finds out. There's like a Yakuza competition where people can come, you know, uh, pay off their debt in like this ridiculous gambling game of rock, paper, scissors. And they loan out money to play the game, but like there's compounding interest every 10 minutes at like a ridiculous rate. So if uh-huh. you lose, you are now deeper in debt to like the point where you're, 
If you like, if you lose the game oh. completely, you're you're now going to have your body sold off to be medically I, harvested. I basically. did start watching that one, and then I forgot what its name was, and then I, for, I forgot to continue to watch it. K- oh man, thanks for reminding Yeah, it's yeah, it's really good actually. Like I never had high dive because I don't do all these things, but we wanted to watch Made in Abyss season two, which is only on high dive. So Karen's like, I want it so bad, I'm going to sign up for high dive. So we temporarily have High Dive, and we're looking at what's on there, and Crunchyroll and everything has more, and it's better selection. But there are some things on there you don't get there besides Main Abyss, and Kaiji stood out because the art was really weird. It's got, like, boxy, big-nosed, shadowy art kind of stuff, but it's once you, like, it catches your attention, and they're like, I don't want to watch that. The art's weird. And then judging a book by its cover, you always fail. But then, you know, once you get into it, it's it gets really dark. And like, it's not just like, oh, I lost the game to the Yakuza, so now I'm going to have my body medically harvested. Like, like um it progressively goes from there to like people perpetually in debt and so like to like bones are breaking people are dying limbs are lost screaming and everyone's betraying each other and it, yeah. it gets like to, it, it, it kind of like focuses in more intently over time on like the darkest parts of human nature of greed and suffering and betrayal of survival at any cost and like if you we're back to the dark stuff again which you and i both like yeah. a lot but if you like if you like something like that then that's that's what i've been watching lately so it's because the stories have stakes uh, I think as long as the story has like really the stakes good stakes, are exciting. Yes, yeah. It's why the Squid Games really I think excites really people because the normal American and and white audience, Europe, wherever Canada that's watching it, isn't used to like things that have stakes. They're used to like uh, syn- you know, syndicated broadcasting where it's like a thirty minute episode of Law and Order or something where it's like the excitement is like some lady was once again raped. We're doing that today, I guess. And, so and, and they got to figure it out in thirty minutes, minus commercials, minus everything else. And it's like that's like the normal thing everyone watches. Like Game of Thrones is exciting in that regard because there's stakes. But like this is this is like direct, intense life or death stakes. Like in Game of Thrones, the stakes aren't life and death regularly. Like it exists, but it's not like it's not as intense. So like when Squid Games comes around, everyone's like into it. I think it's really the life and death stakes that are reflected in a lot of these animes that uh you know that are normal for people like you and I. It's like oh yeah, I get that. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's quite a few I've been enjoying this season. Uh, there's a uh, Peril World Pharmacy. Um, Peril World, World Pharmacy. Pharmacy. Yeah, I yeah. It's got a weird ass name, but it's it's really cool. It's, it's about a dude that is basically using superpowers to solve medical issues. Um, it, it, I, there's no way I'm going to make it sound good. It, it is good though. <laughs> and then uh, Call of the Night is an excellent one uh, that I'd actually been looking forward to for a while now. Um, it's basically a dude wants to become a, a vampire eventually, and it's like uh, it's on the lighter side of things. It makes you kind of think about what's really important in life and like what you really want to look to, like as far as like what what's important to you. I guess yeah, it puts a lot of things in perspective. It's it's a really good show. It is definitely on the lighter side of, of things that I I watch, um, but it's a it's a pretty hard hitting show. And then. Um, yeah, I actually hadn't. Uh, I, I I didn't think Don Machi and uh, and Devil's a Part Timer is out yet. But there's like three episodes now of Devil's a Part Timer season two. It's been like a long gap between season one and two. Season one's been on Netflix forever, even, but season two obviously is not. But it's been like a, oh, and I've been, been like how many is like five? It's like a ridiculous length of time between. And I was I was actually really excited for uh, Ruby Ice Queendom, and I started watching that, and like the first three episodes were okay. I could see where they were going with it, and then past that point, it departed into some weird place. So I think I'm going to let some uh, I think I'm going to let some like episodes build up and maybe revisit that. But man, they uh, they may have dropped the ball there, which is kind of a shame because season three of the original is uh, is quite an interesting one um, that I was really hoping that they would remake. But it is what it is. The last one, too, is uh, when I get up in the mornings, I'll make uh, some 
onions, some jalapeno, some eggs, and some sour cream and hot sauce and stuff like that on a on a nice. wrap or whatever with some lettuce. That's what I usually do in the morning with breakfast with like a coffee. Of course, black always, nothing included. If you can't drink your coffee black, you can't drink coffee at all. But uh, I'll, when I'm doing that, I'll sit down and watch one episode in the mornings before work of uh, GTO, Grand Teacher Onizuka, which is like this 90s <laughs> slice of life anime, which is somewhat episodic, but not quite episodic, where it's just like a guy who's a former gangster ends up being a teacher, and he's still like, you know, a Japanese gangster. He's not like an American gangster or any other country gangster. He's a Japanese gangster, uh, motorcycle gang kind of thing with the hair and everything, but he doesn't have the hair like the other people do. And he becomes like this unqualified, horrible teacher who like doesn't the follow hair. the rules or whatever. <laughs> oh, you know what hair I'm talking about? Like, I, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It's the uh, like the, the, like the, the Kuwabara, the Kuwabara yeah. hair from, from Yu Yu It's the, it's the pompadour that could never exist. Kuwabara. Like yeah, that hair that mission. hairstyle used to bother me, and now I know why they use it. So it's an it's, actual hairstyle. I, yeah, you it's know, a thing. It's, it's a thing. And uh, it's it's just kind of like some of it's lighthearted, but a lot of it's like like the whole class is against the teacher and they want to get him fired. And it becomes like there's immediate tones of like the one kid no one likes trying to commit suicide right away. And the teacher has to save him from suicide. And then it becomes like people who have like family problems at home, that like stuff like and they're all like they want to get the teacher fired. But then as like the one guy's mom's really young and the teacher gives him the guy's mom and it, like it becomes this whole episode of like him. Like everyone is like an individual thing of like. Uh, whether it's like uniquely Japanese of uh, like my dad's a businessman, I have no family and like, therefore I hate my teacher. But, but it's, it's like in general, like human emotions. There's some unique Japanese societal problems and commentary in there. But overall, it's like a slice of life kind of thing, like a cool teacher who like squats and smokes like he's fucking Slavic or something from the Eastern Bloc. Right. <laughs> he's always squatting and smoking in the anime. But uh, just like in general, it's just like a lighthearted, like one's a really dumb airhead that everyone hates and picks on. And he gets like he gets into like a modeling career. And she becomes like this famous actress or whatever in the thing, but still goes to his high school class. So it becomes there's like a lot of different things in there. And like they set up like, these schemes to get him fired and involve like getting him drunk and throwing him in a trash can and like creating scandals and like all like, this lighthearted stuff where it's like they ends up losing all the class's money and, and just yeah, there's a lot of things gone. But it's like a easygoing slice of life perspective. Because, like, there's always, like, there's tones of suicide in there and different things about the bad. and stuff. It's like That came well, out of nowhere. Well, there's, like, like even even as you go through it, like, they're, like, like the hazing that goes on. The students are hazing each other so intensely that it's, like, why don't you go kill yourself? And they're, like, there's just, like, it's, it's like, elements of, like, it's got like a 90s perspective towards, like, societal things of, like, you know, paying attention to, like, women's features and stuff that is not as prevalent in anime and stuff now as it was. But it's, like... Anyway, it's just like GTO is a really good, lighthearted. The the art style is super old, handmade kind of like it, it's it's a pure '90s anime. But at any rate, uh, so otherwise to get off the <laughs> anime for 10, 10 minutes or whatever we did there, but it's it's good it's, stuff. It's such a trap though because it, it's it it's is so it's you can go so deep with it. You can. There's so many things. I gotta watch the pharmacy one. That one sounds interesting. It, I have to get the title right to begin with, because I'm pretty sure I have not said the title right one time. You could pull but it up man, if you it, want, because so I'm going to talk about me going to the clam bake today. Oh, sure, man. Go for it. So, Carrot and I went to the clam bake today. It's a police clam bake fundraiser. And you may be wondering, Spicy, what are you doing with the pigs? Well, I thought you don't like the pigs. But it's like, hey, I get to have free beer and clams and steak and shrimp and hot dogs and oysters and all this other stuff and beer everywhere. And I get to go do that. And sit down outside on a very hot day and just chill. 
It's like, this, you know, Carrot said to protect and serve food. And I go, honey, they don't even do that. They stand by the raffle. <laughs> but I, we had a good time today. I, I you know, it's, wow. not my, it's not my element. I throw on the whole uh, silver athletic police shirt and everything and go there. Uh, but I, I pick a place to sit and it's got, I, I, I try to single out like the right people. So I'm looking for a spot that sits actually a good spot that's done up in the sun or whatever. And there's like this old guy. And I could see he's got a ridiculous beer belly and he's got a hat on. that's like a camo hat and he's sitting there with a beer and he's just like kind of like not with anyone else, but he's got a friend with him and he's got a black Sabbath shirt on. So I'm like, we're, she's, we're walking around. She's like, where do you want to sit? There's like, no, I go, we're going to sit right here. She goes, she's like, are they taken? I go, honey, there's four seats next to these guys. There's no one around. They're not. And I, I turn to him and I point him. I go, look, he likes black Sabbath. I'm sure it's fine. And then he goes, I don't bite. <laughs> and I'm like, we're sitting here. And all around me, we have the shirts of, like, the Punisher logo, the Let's Go Brandon, the Make 1984 Fiction Again, all the things you see at a police fundraiser. Yeah. And so this guy was sitting down, and he starts right off with the stories. He, You know, I don't bite whatever. He starts right down with the stories. And he's like, so you like Black Sabbath? I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I'm not finished with my woman, but, you know, she does help me with my life. And he pulls out something of his wallet and tosses it across the table at me, like like he's flicking a, a deck of cards or something, just with his little two fingers flicking across to me. And he's got this ticket uh, laminated from like 1970 something Black Sabbath concert. And I go, oh shit. And I go, how was that? And he hands it back to me. He goes, oh, you know, almost fucking died. And I go, what? What? And he goes, yeah. so there were four guys that were supposed to bring me there, and they were driving a van full of turpentine. And they went to throw a joint out the window, and the joint came back in and blew the whole turpentine van up with all the minute. <laughs> I go, wow. and he goes, one day I'm enjoying Black Sabbath, the next day I'm going to a four casket funeral. <laughs> this guy's I got feel like that's a complete weekend at that. Point, this though. guy's got eight teeth. <laughs> he's a typical. He's like a piney. He's South Jersey piney. Came from somewhere around here. He's got eight teeth. He's got no wife. He's got a Shih Tzu. <laughs> And his friend with him, like this guy works on cars. The other guy with him is a body mechanic specialist. Like I'm looking, when I look for people to sit with, I'm looking for like working class guys. I want old guys who are working class. I want stories. I want a good time. Um, people aren't going to ask stupid shit. I mean, he did ask me when I'm going to have kids, but that's a, that's a normal question. So we're sitting there. And as soon as that story's over, he points at me and goes, this guy over here, his wife just died two weeks ago. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. This is like the darkest episode of this podcast Oh, yeah, ever. we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, there's another story. And he's like, yeah, his, his wife died two weeks ago. We're just trying to get him out, have some fun. I'm like, I would have never known. He seems like he's okay. <laughs> and they're talking about, you know, he's like, he's like, my dog missed me at home. We're going to leave here and go smoke a bowl when they're done. And these guys are like 66, 70 years old. I'm like, all right, it's legal in Jersey now, but who cares anyway? He's like, I've been smoking since I'm 12, 14. I'm like, yeah, I can see. I can see that. And he's talking about how dating doesn't work out for him. And as soon as he's done with the turpentine story, he goes into uh, so there were these two guys once, Kenny and Skippy, and they died, you know. And I'm with my buddy. We're going to descend, throw their their ashes in the Shark River because you can't bury people there legally. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. The the tide table there, you can't really bury people in, a, in the, around the ocean. It doesn't really work out. The, the tide rises. He's like, yeah, you're not allowed to dump anyone there. So we're going to dispose of their ashes. And they go to throw the ashes out, and the wind's blowing our way, and all the ashes like blew into our mouth. I'm tasting them, <laughs> just like. And I said, "Hold on, how do you not check which way the wind's blowing before you throw ashes around illegally in the shark yeah, river?" Yeah. I go, "How does this happen here?" And it was it was stories like that. 
So I'm talking to these guys, and then behind... Was there anyone he knew who was still alive? Uh, He's talking about how one girl didn't work out who had no teeth. Did she die? (laughs) She didn't die. It just didn't work out, you know? He liked her. She was pretty, he said, but it just didn't work out. Oh, okay. He's like, he goes, you know how long it takes me to chew a steak? (laughs) Probably a while. He's like, he's like, I drink a 12-pack a day, and I can't even have a steak because all my teeth are gone. You know, maybe when I retire in a few months, I'll be able to get some dental care. And I'm like, "Uh, you know, if you're lucky... Uh, so that was, you know, we're sitting there and talking, you know, and eventually they find out she's from California. Like, oh, oh, yeah, they said the girls from California are beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, that's damn straight. And that was today. I mean, you know, so the problem with the whole thing, besides the 1984 shirts and all this bullshit and people yelling about how about family before politics and the loud Jersey Italians that are drunk who all brought fucking white claws around us. And and it's like, it was a good time, but you know, it's, it's the, that kind of crowd that I, you know, I, I came for the food and to find the right people. And I found them and I had a good time, damn it. But, um, there you go. despite all adversity and, you know, with everyone dying, <laughs> uh, uh, it is parallel world pharmacy, by the way, parallel world pharmacy. There it is. Now that we know, but, but the problem with the food was they didn't like wash the clams. So the clams were all fucking covered in sand and shit. So I'm eating a clam, and it's like I like seafood a well, lot, but it's covered so, or it weren't covered, grainy? but there was plenty of sand left over where you might get a piece of rock in your tooth and whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? I know this is free, but who did, who washed these motherfuckers? So I'm sitting there, and I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, mm, oh, it's all gritty and sandy, honey. What are we in fucking Philly? Mm. But then you get the typical people who are the loud, drunk Jersey Italian kind of sort of people, and it's like, hey, somebody turn on the air conditioner. And it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. He's allowed that. But anyway, so it was a good time today. We we left there. We went into, uh, I lifted some weights with her and whatever, played some ping pong, and we came back to the podcast. You know, it was just a typical nice got out for once on Saturday, did anything you want in Jersey kind of atmosphere because you get either city life, rural life, conservative life, liberal life. You get whatever taste you want anywhere in Jersey 15 minutes down the road from whatever. So that was good as always. Get to experience anything I want in my state because my state is the best. Sorry, another state. You don't got what we got. And now I'm sitting here today as the Average Players episode. And to get back in touch with the Average Players, Fox, I have a Narragansett lager. Yeah? Is that going to help you do that? It is, uh, as you describe, uh, the average kind of beer because you taste it and go, mm, that's beer. And if you want six pints in a can, 16 ounces for those people who do the, uh, you know, freedom units of measurement. So if you want six pints, you only got to pay $6.50, which is on parity with the euro now. So that's €6.50 for six pints, baby. Now you too can buy it, regardless now, of currency. Naren Gaines said, the average person's beer. It's like past Blue Ribbon, but from the Northeast. <laughs> okay. It I've was, never heard of it. It was once, well, it was, it's from Rhode Island, originally. And for most of the 19th century, 1900s, most of the 20th century, they were like the sponsors of the Red Sox and the Braves. They were once the biggest brewery in Rhode Island. They were bought out eventually. And then there was an antitrust lawsuit they won, but they still went bankrupt because, you know, things happen. And eventually they went bankrupt like the 80s. And then they were reopened later on, like the 2000s, by someone independently. And uh, then they went back to Rhode Island, and they were bought out by Janice, the big brewery in Rochester, New York. And now they're back as like a non-existent kind of nostalgia thing. That's a brewery again, but it's like a subsidiary again of larger breweries. So they make like cheap, everyday kind of lager. Like, like it's it's a lot better than Bud Light or something. It's just like a basic Pabst Blue Ribbon style of beer. And uh, yeah, that's to be uh, honest, most lagers don't impress me, so it's, it's they all drink, kind of have that taste. You, you drink it and you go, This is beer, it's non non special. And that that's I gotta get in touch with the average person today because we have some stories. 
now that we've talked about how we are <laughs> with my people getting ashes in their mouth. And he's like, you know, I guess he was always a part of me after that. And I'm like, that's not the part of someone who wants to be a part of you forever, okay? Well, now he is. <laughs> and then we had these stories about guy's wife dying. It was, he's like, what's that thing that happens when it's the liver? I go, cirrhosis? He goes, yeah, that's what happened to his wife. And I'm like, oh, that's not, that's not. He's like, yeah, he doesn't drink. I'm like, okay. What's the thing? Great. What's the thing with the the liver? Yeah. Let's see, you know you're with the right people. So, Fox, so a lot of times we talk in this this show, in this episode, whatever you know, we do on this podcast, we talk about our perspective and how we just crush stuff and and kind of like those videos where you watch and it's like, wow, how'd they even do that? My group keeps losing over and over again. It's like, we talk about how it's not hard. Get your buffs right. Get your head yeah, right. Yeah, I feel we, like sometimes we're legitimately confused, right? <laughs> as, to, as far as yes, how people Yes, we, we are things. because I'll tell you, I joined some pugs for like, we crushed the ambuscade this whole month. We talked about how easy is this and that. Yeah. And I, I joined a pug that I'll talk about later. We didn't even bring a healer the last time we went. And Well, I mean, we did, but he was dead. Well, yeah, well, the healer shops to die in, in this ambuscade with the white mage. So... And we talked about the, the, the goblins several times this month. We don't have to rehash the goblins at all. It, the update is in a few days. But there's still two segments to go, but we're going to frame the episode here before I get back into our last episode of the week and the Ooh. delay of the new content coming because I forgot we had two segments left and I was still going into the episode already. But sometimes we're legitimately confused about how people are doing so poorly. What's going on? Why are you buying wins because you can't be? Like, like, we just aren't always in the right headspace and perspective. You know, sometimes when you're up in your lofty ivory tower here fox as you may be as you do that is what i actually call myself very often is that i'm up in the the fox tower. high horse danger yeah <laughs> so is it as bad if i can recognize it so yeah i agree sometimes just being like when you edit the wiki constantly and this and that oh by the way the last part of how i am i've almost finished the last i've done seven out of the nine zones of the empyrean farming tables those will be done before the update. I talked last time about me working on the Abyssia stuff. All the zones have been updated ever since that episode. Got a few more finishing touches to put on there. The inferior farming tables are almost done. That kind of stuff. So, you know, and I, I'm halfway done with my uh, Kakulkan fangs for Hivelgamir uh, and whatever. So otherwise, so sometimes we're just not in the right perspective. Like, how is it so bad? What is going on? How are these groups, What what is going on in this? Like, why can't we understand and rationalize this? Why are we so out of touch with the average person's struggles? Because a lot of people who listen to this podcast are like, okay, I'm just an average player who, you know, wife died of cirrhosis and got ashes in my mouth. And I work down at the body shop on Main Street here. And it just, you know, I just want to be decent at the game. And every time I get on, everyone fucking sucks and doesn't know what's going on. But everyone's got R15. And it's like, we want to understand that. So I joined Pugs, as Fox knows. Fox doesn't. But Fox joined a new Link Shell. And it's just been quite the journey of being reminded with, shall we say, one banana cream pie in the face for you Sesame Street followers. One banana cream pie. It's just been one pie in the face after another of the utmost interesting experiences of watching. Like, like we're not trying, like when I joined Miami Skid yesterday, I wasn't trying to like take it over and run it. I could have done that. I was asked to basically do that. I'm like, no, let's let's it's, we're fine. You you kind of you do this. Let's. I'm here to help. I'll tell you what I'm doing. You guys, you do your thing. And of course, nothing gets discussed, and everyone crashes and burns. And same thing out with Fox. But yeah. let's do these two segments. Okay. So we have the sortie delay. Uh, I don't know, Fox. Yeah, do. Why don't you read the whole announcement here? Because you have the nice baritone voice that does not get as much airtime as it should. <laughs> okay. Come on, Satchmo. Uh, Regarding the implementation of Sortie, good day, adventurers. Matsui here. 
In the August version update roundup, I mentioned that we would be implementing all new battle content known as Sortie. Unfortunately, Sorry. here we go. We have discovered several critical bugs with the content in our final QA checks and are currently in the process of fixing them. It pains me to say that we are unlikely to completely take care of these issues in time for the August 10th version update. The bugs in question have a direct impact on the difficulty of the foes present in Sortie and would adversely impact the player experience if we were to let Sortie go live without fixing. Our current plan is to implement Sortie as scheduled for August 10th version update, but we'll temporarily remove the NPC curating the content to prevent players from accessing it. As soon as the bugs have been properly addressed, we will perform an emergency maintenance to restore the NPC in question. We know that many of you are looking forward to Sortie and will be disappointed in this announcement, I would like to apologize for the delay, but feel it is best to prioritize making sure Sortie's enjoyable, engaging experience rather than something that has the potential to cause consternation. I humbly ask for your understanding and assure you uh, that we will make Sortie available as soon as the issues have been resolved. So I'm glad they're doing it. They're getting this fix out there. But at the same time, there's no way that you would find out last minute that that's the case. I, I don't know. I like, think of the process I, I they like have, that they, they would find out last minute. I, I think they would just, they just kind of make the content, test if it works, or like have it load in, make sure everything loads and go through it. They don't, I don't think they actually like play through it and find out what's going on. I think they wait until the end for like a QA check sort of thing where they send some people in to see how it works. And then they just make it. They design it. They make it. They throw it. I think they're going to throw it in the skirmish zone. The uh, that we haven't used because there is no Alluvian skirmish uh, out of Rakhaznar. It was only one for the original skirmish. I think they're going to reuse that, not like the Vagary zones, but the, the actual zones they use for the skirmish, which might have been the same zones as Vagary, I think. I mean, I'm not a AAA company, but I don't think I would announce the, uh, the actual launch of an update, uh, something occurring in an update prior to the final QA checks. But I'm sure there will be a slew of people going, oh, no, they do that all the time. No, and they that don't probably is the case. This is this is a rarity. We haven't had something like this in a long time where they've announced a delay of something. This has been it's been a long time, I think, since this has happened in in quite a hot minute. And I think that because they wanted to like they had the 20th anniversary and they wanted to have this content ready for the 20th anniversary, the the whole stream, because they were behind on it. And they're having this whole free campaign right now with most of the things. We got Dark Matter. We got actually the 22nd onwards of August is going to be Dark Matter Plus and Statue Crusher Plus for people working on Divergence and, of course, your Phalanx Plus or Treasure Hunter Plus augments, as you should. So, But also Synthesis Skill-Up Campaign Plus, which is a rare one. But they have most things turned on right now, as well as Free Campaign just activated two days ago. And they're still in like a 20th anniversary mood, even though we've forgotten about it at this point. So they wanted it ready months ago, and it wasn't. And they wanted to have it, I imagine they want to have plus two and three ready at the same time like they usually did for like other content. But because they're behind and because it's still a 20th anniversary, they're like they're celebrating, even though we've forgotten about it. I think they felt kind of like bad. It's already been delayed once. They don't want to delay it again. Like they feel bad that we're going to be upset. So I think this is why they're actually saying that they found some things and this and that, because it's not typical. But since they've already kind of admitted after being quiet about it, saying it's coming and like mm. kind of like pushing it back in their rhetoric without giving dates. I think since they've been pushing it back and everyone's been like anticipating it for like five fucking years now, like now they feel bad. So I think that's why they actually came out and did this. Yeah. And it's good that they're at least telling us exactly what's going on. I mean, they should do that. 
they could tell us Qu- nothing. Fucking quick aside for the dark matter, though, dude. So I've been trying to take my last Merlinic piece from plus three phalanx to like plus four or five phalanx, right? And I have a GS validate that's set to uh, to go to fire off in every single one of my Lua's like two minutes after my job loads in. That's what I do too. So that way it gives me, yeah, it gives me time to like get all my stuff and everything. That's cool. So I'm on one of my mules and it's trying to load my pup, uh, my pup uh, stuff and and do the GS validate for that. And I'm in there doing dark matter because I forgot that it's going to do that. And uh, GS validate came on and uh, lagged out my decision while I was uh, doing dark matter. And that phalanx plus three turned into like an accuracy six uh, magic attack bonus plus two uh, headpiece. Oh, no. And I was I was very, very fucking you went backwards from the validate making you lag out and hit the wrong option, huh? Yep. Oh, no. Yeah, I was missing too many pieces of gear. Yeah, so now I, I actually, uh, this, this campaign, like last campaign, I got a Phalanx plus four. This campaign, I got a Phalanx negative three, which feels really good <laughs> well, so far. Well, to be fair, you have the entire month. Like last time was, was yeah. like three weeks of six. You have half the month of six, and then you have the other half of the month of, of 12. So you will have more chances. You definitely, if you're doing one single piece, you definitely will get some sort of Phalanx of six a day for every day like you're gonna get something i see some plus twos but man that's still gonna feel really bad yeah, missing one is not not really it it, it, it would feel bad for i me. think you'll get it <laughs> i'm so close to being done with Merlin. but not to derail this any further like no, yeah i i really want sortie uh to come out i'm glad they're running all of the campaigns that they are running right now because it really gives people a chance to be prepared for this um so hopefully you know, when we actually see what sortie is and what we'll need to do, like currency wise to, up, uh, to update this stuff, hopefully it's actually part of the new content and it doesn't require a bunch of old shit like people have been speculating for. Well, we'll find out. And if it does require, well, I, I've been missing uh, the pages already. Yeah, I've been hoarding the etch shit that we had farmed and like dark matters and stuff. Like, I think they're going to be expensive, the etch stuff, because we're in a free campaign with Imperium Plus 2 upgrade. I think the etch memories are going to be out through the fucking door everywhere. Then they're going to be like yeah. 30, 40, 50k of memory. 30, right? Yeah, 20 ish, 20 ish k already a memory normally. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I would love to. I would love to spend a profit on that. Not going to lie. I posted on Twitter when the uh, community team announced it's going to be delayed there as well. I put that the the dev team better call Roscoe the bedbug sniffing dog and work overtime this weekend. <laughs> I, I mean, when I first when I first heard about this, I was kind of frustrated. Um, because I, I feel like you could be a little care. bit more prepared before making an announcement, but I'm not going to like blow it out of proportion. Like it is what it is. And I'm glad they're getting it fixed first prior to launching it. Nothing like burning your tags, right? Just to find out you can go into content and like not actually be able to fight it. Cause it's just going to crush you. We had uh, of course someone like Buki on auctionhouse.com. And another thing too, before I even say that is everyone knows that they're releasing it in August. They're taking away the NPC and they're going to release everything they were going to release anyway with bug and all and disable the NPC from entering and then fix it. And then when they're done fixing it, they'll re-enable the NPC. So we don't have to wait till the next month to get it. So naturally everyone, whether it's auction house, which the thread should be deleted, but no one watched it because there's no moderators or everyone else in game or even on Twitter or something. Oh, oh, there's no sortie this month. No sortie is coming out this month. It's going to be re-enabled after they fix it, which shouldn't take more than a week. I'd imagine because they're already working on it a week before the update even happens. It could be even one, two days. It could be a week. It's probably it's... a stats balance tweak, according to what we're seeing here. Because, like, I don't think it's like a full like. This is the like could the be deeper mechanics of it. Yeah, it's, it ha- it probably has to do with the scaling. But I mean, so. even then, that, that shouldn't be. If they didn't even realize it was that big of a problem, there shouldn't be anything drastic. They had to like redo everything for it. Like, but it's coming this month. So everyone who's saying like there's a threat in the auction house, no sortie this month. It's coming this month. Please don't spread the whole 
false narrative of it's not happening. It's happening on schedule, just a little pushback after on schedule being released. But of course, you get the post like from Buki and Auction House. Well, since we've had it delayed now to make it up to us, they should allow us to keep three key items now. It's like, no, stop it. There's no three key Trying items. Trying to capitalize on them fixing a mistake before, it's a, before yeah. it's a mistake. They're doing you a service by fixing it before it's out. Instead of like, oh, everything's fucked up. Can't do it. They took it away. I should get three key items now. Now it's like, oh, they're fixing it before we even get it. And they're being, they don't have to say a word about it. They could just say nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to say a word about it. And they're being, they're, they're, the they're telling us. Approach. But it's like, oh, they better give us three key items. No, no three key items. They better that height of entitlement because you can do something about it. <laughs> How about they better? They, they, they better do it or I'll write really angry things on my keyboard. They're going to the play anyway, so shut the fuck up. But yeah, exactly. how about instead of three key items, if you're getting three key items, how about three people plus only to enter? So if you're solo, you can enter. Fuck yourself. Oh, what? A one sure. key item sounds good now? Okay. Then you have the people who say, I'm not on a Sura. I shouldn't have to be inconvenienced because of them. How about the population of the top three servers is better than all the other servers combined? Uh, most likely, at least. A Sura alone is better than the top four, the bottom four or five servers alone that most people are on that complaining. So, yes, you do design around the top three servers, not the bottom 10 or 12, whatever is left over that doesn't even meet those numbers. So, you design around those. So, we don't get to have every day. You know, one person with three tags solo clogging up the queue so you can't play on the weekend. So there's a reason there's one tag. It's because there's too many people soloing and not teaming up or whatever. It's the congestion is too great. That's why there's one tag. There's never going to be three tags. A lot tags of these people have alts anyway. So just like go in with your alt, get rid of your alt, and then call out trust or something. A lot of people that solo don't have two alts. It. They might have one. They don't have two. A lot of people aren't paying, you know, $39 a month to play this game. Let me give you, let me give you a tip. Like if I can make a single friend, I'm sure that anyone can. You know, let's go do it. I wonder because when we talk in a second now before the thread here about this, the standing of the game and how our experiences are, there's not people teaming up to find these friends. It seems like I, it's really it happens, obviously, but it there's no study or empirical data or anything to go off of. It's just all conjecture and, and yeah. subjective viewings of things. But I, I mean, when I join these groups, I'm not seeing the socializing that historically happened in these parties. Sometimes you get it with the right people, but no one's really talking about even what they're going to do in the game or how things work. No one's asking questions when they don't know anything and they're killing the group because they're not going to bother to ask because they might look like they don't know what they're doing, which is somehow embarrassing to not know everything, I guess. It's... Yeah, no, that's a weird one. It's like, really don't weird because don't know it. would you rather be the guy that everyone thinks sucks and doesn't want to be invited ever again? Or would you rather be the guy that says, hey, even in tell to the leader... Just to the leader or something, if you don't want to be embarrassed publicly, just, hey, what do you want me to do? Like, just even in party, there's nothing wrong with saying, what's the strategy? But I join these groups and these pugs, no one says a word about anything. They yell for the job, the job joins, and outside of maybe asking what buffs to use on Cora Bard, there's just no discussion. And then when things go wrong, the group tends to break right away, and it's just really, really strange. They, they think they, people tend to think that you, all you do is you just have to go into the content and you just have to apply damage to stuff. No. Yeah, definitely that, not. That's 14. That is 14. Yes. Um, that's one of the biggest things that I've seen recently. It's just that the, the people's mentality of not even caring about like the buffs you're using. So there's like no regard for the mechanics of the game. It's just going in and having like someone there to heal you. I guess because they know that deep down their HP can hit zero. But aside from that, <laughs> I don't see any, any kind of nod towards anything. Like I watched, I did a sovereign behemoth the other day 
Oh no! With with this LS, we're gonna skip the the thread of the week for now. If we haven't touched and, on it at all, but we're gonna go into this now and forget that. And I watched, and I look. I don't care if the guy was a three song bard. I don't care that his songs were three minutes long. I I, I don't care. But oh, there was two songs. Oh yeah, it was two songs. I haven't gotten to that part yet. <laughs> he he had three songs up at one point. That so, was one hour. When the three song bard devolved to a two song bard, and none of those songs were haste and no other haste was being provided to the party, Sovereign Behemoth becomes a very difficult monster to fight. So I wasn't nice at this point, and I told that bard that he should just leave. And I was going to come back as bard and heal the party, and that's what I did. Was there an exact phrasing that was used? I forget. I, I think I told it to you the other night. It was pretty then, much, you can just leave now, and I will come Yeah, bard. you can leave now. That's what it is. I'll, <laughs> you I'll can leave bard. now. Yeah. Some some of that effect. And honestly, I think that's the right approach to take to it. I'm sure someone's gonna be like, that's your need issue. No, there's there's a certain point where there's some people if you don't try it all and don't know what you're doing, because I had a bard also that we'll discuss that joined our shoal run. What's with these bards? Oh, this bard, this bard, ooh, ooh. This one's worse than your bard, frankly. And they give haste. <laughs> but but just, you know, there's a certain point where if you've put zero effort in and show up and you are not really benefiting more than even a trust then the correct answer is just leave. Because you have selfishly not given a fuck. You have shown up to have other people give you the benefit of not giving a fuck. And you are just taking while, you know, just, you're not... Bleaching, you're just getting things for free. If I show up to Sovereign Behemoth and there's no proper buffs whatsoever, which is an essential part of this game is buffing and fighting, it's not as enjoyable when you know you can do this and it becomes... 15 minutes of standing there with your dick in your hands and just all because one person doesn't care. That person not caring has now come back to now drag down your experience. And it's yeah. just it's just unfortunate. It's like driving on the, oh. the highway and someone's just in the shoulder not moving and you can't do anything because this guy's like, oh, I'm going to block the highway now. I'll dismiss the party and call trusts. And that's kind of the part. That's kind of the point I've gotten to lately, man. And it's that people just don't take take consideration of these things. I, it, again, it wasn't even that this guy was like a poorly gear bard or anything like that. The the dude had like no concept as to why his job even existed in the first place. Like you should why know that the party needs haste. Yeah. Like if you if you want to play this game and just be a single player experience and show up and like enjoy the storylines and whatever, this game perfectly accommodates that. You show up, you have trust if you need them. You don't even need them at 99 with 119 gear doing all the mission lines and whatever. Nothing's going to stop you. You can do Windy, Sandy, you can do the past, you can do all the expansions. You could do right up to, like, the end, maybe, unless you're having trouble with, like, uh, Rhapsody's of Deal. You can do everything, watch every cutscene, and that's it. Yeah. You, you can do that on your own, and it packs no one. Do whatever you want. Have fun. Explore. Fight stuff. Have deaths. Have whatever. It's fun. Have fun. But when you don't give a fuck and skip through all that even, it seems like, and then just show up with stuff that, you know, somehow inexplicably you've obtained without being able to do or know anything in this game, and then fuck with everyone else, no. Get the fuck out. That's just, that, that's just, it's just rude and selfish and just, it, it's almost spiteful without knowing you're being spiteful to to show up basically and ruin everyone's time. Yeah, I've seen a hilarious amount of people who have advertised themselves as R15 DDs and not known how to approach a wave two boss. <laughs> and if you don't know why I'm upset by that fact, then you're probably part of the problem. But the the tone that 
especially I'm reaching now, is not the tone of the episode. It's not about shitting on people. It, 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 it might be it, for it, me it, this time, man. Well, if you want to, Fox, I will not stop you at all. But it's frustrating because it is. it's not a matter of being frustrated because you know. It's not like walking into like the, the, the Amazon jungle and seeing nothing around you and like people in loincloths that don't have basic medicine and being like, I know you don't have to die in front of me. It's so frustrating to watch this. And it's not like this this savior complex of like, oh, I know better. I can save us all. It's not a savior complex. It's the frustration of trying to work with people. It's like being an adult and trying to build a shed with a toddler. It's like you just can't. It becomes frustrating. It's like hand me the nails, and they sit there. Which one's the nails? You know, it's just it doesn't. It, it's upsetting. It's just upsetting to try and like. It's not even a matter of patience. It's not a matter of 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 acceptance or anything. It's just a matter of someone is a dick because they don't give a fuck, and now it's just frustrating. But exactly. the, the the tone is supposed to be understanding. And getting like you joined this link show, Fox. Correct me if I'm wrong. To try like because you said you after the episode last time you like maybe I just don't really know what it's like to be in like I, I forgot what it's like to experience the average like I don't know where the average player is coming from like I, I don't I forgot yeah. what it's like I want to experience that again let me see what's going on let me trust again basically you said yep let me trust again because all of my best ideas always start with that phrase. <laughs> because it's just like when we talk about things as I said before we don't understand legitimately sometimes why things are so fucked up and why people have these problems and we get some meshes and of course if you want to send an email to WTFMondeal at gmail.com send us your experiences and questions but we get these questions and we're just kind of confused how the premise even exists in the first place just like yeah. how why why is this a problem in the first place why but it was like yesterday Fox with the person asking how phalanx works and just not understanding anything I was saying Oh, that set me off. That that did set you off. But it was it was just, you know, it, it's one thing if you read the formula and you're confused. I know I'm not a math person either. I, I consider myself to be the, the floor for math. And no pun intended, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> I consider myself, I can't do math. I don't do math. I avoid it even if I can, even when I do do math. He <laughs> do do. But <laughs> if you can't look at the phalanx page and you're asking me, does it matter if I'm in between these tiers? I see you made a table for my convenience of. What does this mean? And you're not understanding what I mean when I say no. You're just a fucking <laughs> And idiot. you don't know what Phalanx Plus does. Yeah. And you can't understand what I'm telling you when I'm actually explaining it to you. And you're saying, no, that's not what I'm asking. And it's like, stop telling me that. You don't understand shit. Don't tell me, no, that's not what I'm asking. I'm explaining to you everything about Phalanx right now. There's nothing you can say. Mm. Oh, well, what about if, no, if you're in between, obviously you don't get it. That's Mike words. That's why the chart increases by one per tier. If you're not at that tier, you don't get the one. Here's how you do it. You get a, you get a notepad up on your computer and you hold the calculator and you, you do both these things while you have the phalanx page open um, you will then navigate to your your status screen and go to your magic skill and you'll look at what your enhancing skill is in the set you wish to cast phalanx in that you already have and you'll then plug that skill into that formula and do the simple multiplication and subtraction that exists there it's a very simple formula actually it's a very it's simple like two, three I, steps. It, it blows me away as as to how people can't read it i think it's like your skill divided then, by a number and then floored plus a base and that's it yeah, it's your skill divided by I think it's, it's like, like it's like twenty seven and a half or something. Or, no, floor that plus a, that plus like a standard number. That's the floor. It, it's, it's your skill minus three hundred point five divided by twenty eight point five plus. Yeah. So twenty seven. When you're over three hundred skill, it's yes. different when under three hundred. But but this is what you do: you take the first snapshot, 
you, you, you basically just plug that in and the calculator will spit out a number at you. Ignore anything that's in the decimal because that's what the FL part means or floor means. They just spread out pure floor. It's not even FL. Yeah. Ju- just, just ignore everything after the decimal. Don't worry. That's just going to confuse round, you. Round I know down. it's hard. So you're going to see a number in there. It's going to be a two digit number. It's probably going to be between like 24 and maybe 35. Who knows? Um, 35 is the cast for 500 skill, I believe. Something to that effect. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take that phalanx plus piece and you're going to go, wow, that's a cool piece. What (laughs) slot does that go in? Is that a hat? Okay, we'll call it a hat this time. And we're going to replace the hat slot in your inventory. And then you're going to look at your enhancing skill again. And you're going to ask yourself a question. Is that number bigger or smaller than the last fucking number I saw? And if it's smaller, you plug the number back into the equation again. And see if you lost. You see what the new one is. And then you add your phalanx plus to it because addition's hard. If you go to the phalanx page, the notable tiers table that I originally made for the rune guide yesterday, the person was having trouble, wanted to make less trouble for themselves and other people. And they copied that table to that page. So now it's there from like 25 or 28 to 35, which is like 300 something to 500 skill, which is the cap. You don't get anything past 500 skill. And they actually have it there. So just look at that table. If you didn't reach the previous value in your total skill, you don't have to do any equations. There's no equations required now. You look at your skill. Is it this number or this number? If it's not, then it's that the last number you saw. So if it's not 500, it's the one before, which is going to be 34 minus damage. You don't have to do any math anymore. Look at it and then add your phalanx plus to it. And that's the number that comes off damage. People aren't bad at this math. The dipshits just don't even bother. I figured the table did everything for everyone. I was blown away to get this extensive. I don't understand anything. I didn't about even know there was a table. I just do a simple math problem. I, it's even simpler than math problem. And I even said it in the, I said, I made the table so you didn't have to do the math is what I said. And I was confused how I just figured, like, do you not look at the face? Like, I don't even understand how you could be this confused. Is your number this number? If not, it's not this fucking value. It's the one before it. Like, it's the basic. I figured everyone can read a table, but. I mean, the table smasher is, just, <laughs> is, is is the theme, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm just becoming frustrated with this sort of thing because I I literally cannot dumb myself down. It, to this it feels like a dumbing down of people in general, not just this game. It's a but dumbing it, of age, just like with Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Absolutely. Make 1984 fiction again. Yeah, these guys just want to roll into the arena and be the dildozer. That's, that's it, man. That's all they got going for them. I don't know, man. I... I <laughs> As yeah, a supporter dude, that, of the police, when you were, I prefer extrajudicial killings, and I have a skull t-shirt. Therefore, <laughs> I understand. When you were providing this story about this guy in this failing situation to me secondhand, like, I was just twitching. As it was happening. Yeah. Like, how have you not blocked this dude? No, He's no, no. clearly well, this, this never guy, helpful. This guy is a good guy. He just didn't understand this thing that was confusing how anyone could be this confused about such a basic subject. And I get it. It happens. Some people. It sounds like he gets confused as to how not to eat Crayola. Uh, maybe. But also English wasn't their first language, even though I would never know that if they didn't say that. It seemed like they understood it. Uh, yeah, it's something perfectly. people hide behind a lot. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But I, that, that does sound like a fallback when you speak English, you know, as well as another native speaker, essentially, or close enough to it. Then you also go, well, I don't speak it natively because you know you're wrong and don't know what's going on as a fallback. Yeah, that seems yeah. like seems like a very human reaction to deflect to to you know feel more secure in your position which just be secure in yourself is my opinion but a lot it's the natural reaction i can't tell people not to have the natural human reaction of trying to deflect and and protect yourself from blame to not feel threatened because it's like they feel threatened for some reason it's like no just admit you don't know shit yeah these people are just exhausting honestly they just just 
be wrong. How else can you figure out how to be right? You don't have to pretend like you're a veteran at this game. You're already in the I party. Wish they you, you, I wish they would just you, act like the, the skill level they are and just say, hey, I'm just playing this game and I don't know shit. Be like, fine, I can work with that. That's fine. You swiped your card, you bought your R15 access, and you got your R15 weapon already. You have met Azura's criteria in getting into the party. Being knowledgeable is not that criteria anymore. It used to be. I got turned down as an R15 pup fox, I'll have you know. Oh, did you? Is it because you were about And then they invited me later. That was the group that later invited me, and I have auto join on. So, I... Did you tell them that you also had R15 god hands and King Conkin, so you had options? I had R30, technically. You were R30 pup, and they turned you down? I want to be R45 pup. I want to make Vera Thragna, but I'm already working on her Velgamir. Did you tell them that you were also R25 in, in all of your Odyssey gear? In all of my Empaka gear. Because <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that's going to be on the horizon soon, too. Uh, all R25 gear. Got to meet that criteria in the show. I have an R25 Shira and an R25 Neo Animator because I really like Puppet Master. So I actually worked on it for like four months in a row. We don't we don't care if you know how to use the gear. We want to make sure you've bought it first, though. When you well, you well think about it this way, Fox, you. when you don't know shit and you want to make sure you get people that also don't know shit, but are, you know, ready to be but as hopefully ignorant do. as you. But they have. Yeah. So like when you're fighting a war and you're all fucking retarded. And you want people who have guns to help you win the war. How do you get rid of the retarded people with no guns? Only get the retarded people with tons of guns. Oh, you tell them that there's candy at the end of the barrel. You just have to look down there <laughs> and pull the trigger. Yeah, that's that's how you win. But so that's that's to me. It's like it's like people who don't know anything looking for people who also don't know anything, but somehow get all the items so they can go fight stuff and win in spite of knowing nothing. Yeah, it's weird. But so the average player in this game, I have written several guides and comments about stuff that's made for the average player and try to lower like saying what is it is honestly if you, you know if you know better and have to lower yourself down to a different standard to try and like relate like like if i had to be the hillary clinton and put on a fake accent to try and make something that everyone can understand and enjoy that isn't like written for a different audience you have to speak to your audience in other words before you before you talk about guides designed to you know, cater to the average player and everything. Do you still at this point feel like those guides are still catered to the average player? In some regard, yes, because I put even the most basic details that are like, you know, like fucking discovering Rosetta Stone for these people. <laughs> like you wouldn't think putting in how not to walk on your keyboard by accidentally by hitting the slash again, not to walk. You wouldn't think that that's the most important tip for some people, but someone hits that key and then is very frustrated and confused. And when it's in the guide at the very start and they're like, oh, I can turn off walk. It's like it's like fucking it's like discovering, you know, El Dorado for these people sometimes. And it's like I say these people, it's not diminutive. It's just people of a different experience. It's, who it's a something. group of people that that we need to address. Yeah. Yeah. The, these people are these people. And you can say they're below average because they know nothing. They're just joining the game. But that experience doesn't seem to really grow and morph into the there's like a wide chasm between starting and ending here. Well, that's a weird duality, though, isn't it? Where these people are new and just joining the game, yet they also want to be seen as experienced and won't, you know, admit. It's like everyone's too doing. insecure to admit that they yeah. are new and inexperienced and don't want to be viewed. They don't want to be like singled out or viewed or rejected, so they just pretend or say nothing. They say nothing, honestly. Is the whole they say nothing and most no one say nothing. Yeah, like when I ask people most. questions to join, my historic like, what are you working with? And I get these like, oh, oh never what do you mean? Or like or no answer ever again. That's basically those type of people that are being filtered out. No answer ever. Again. I, I, I get no answer ever again. A lot of times. A lot of the that's times. Hilarious. So that's honestly as 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 stupid and simple as a question is like, what are you working with? Why don't you whip it out? The, 
I'm not putting in Blazing Saddles as a quote again. It's not happening. And you think they would want to also because they spent all of this money on it. It's like, hey, look at this trophy I bought. Not even that, just like, time. Like, how much, like, I mean, even if you buy everything, think about how much time you've still put into this game. Even when you're buying stuff and botting an AFK and going to your fucking job at Remax or something. Like, like how much time have they still, <laughs> when you're selling houses on Zillow or something, how much time do you think? They really, like, they're still putting tons of their, like, their whole weekends at times and points have been consumed overall by this game, and they don't want it to bear any fruit? Yeah. Like, that dude wants to show you their Ferrari. That's why they advertise themselves as R15DDs or whatever. <laughs> Look at my Ferrari as I lose traction and skid don't, off the don't road start on, it, though. and end I up am... on Twitter. Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't start it, though. It's just a show car. R slash idiots in cars is me. Yeah, dude. Actually, I had the this a uh, couple days ago. So, of course you did. You live in Jersey. Yep, 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 yep. You're getting it. Okay. So, okay. advice to people: just because the light turns green, don't go. Look to your left. Look to yeah. your right, and look to your left again. Because I had a guy who the light was already red, and it's two lanes. Same spot last time that that I talked about the car hitting the other car, and this stuff always happens. Same light. There's always some lights, always some intersections. It always happens. There's no reason for it to happen here. There's no reason because there's several lights in a row. This road's not special compared to the other lights before it. And the light turns red. One car in front of them, the closest lane to me, is stopping and slowing down. The lane next to them, the further lane, not stopping at all. My light is now green. And I look, and this guy's not stopping. So I start to go and stop, and this guy runs the red light right in front of me. And I'm like, good thing I looked and stopped because this guy would have just fucking killed me this morning. And then, you know, I go to work. Wow. So always yeah, look to yeah, your left and your right. No reason for him to be running that red light. I mean, the hospital is the next light over. So, so at least. Hey, that's the safest you could have ever been in that situation. You know, still, it's ridiculous. So yeah, there's there's a lot of bitching, especially on my part for this particular episode. We just want to relate to these average players, though. So Yes, and that, that's the point, though. Like, I, I won't be naming this LS by name or anyone in it because I'm not actively trying to help this LS. This is just an observation process. After Notorious Monsters, you've now changed your tune about helping groups. You just want Oh, yeah, see. I refuse to do it. I won't do it anymore. You, you want a ticket to the nope. zoo, basically. Nope, nope. Those those worthless people can go rot in hell. Um, Don't yeah, worry. I, Chara, too, uses push to talk now with his bird. Well, that's good. <laughs> somebody learned something. <laughs> It's all. It's all we could ask for, I guess. There's, there's, there's the, there's the, the little victories, Fox. These little tiny victories, the, the Pyrrhic victories, if you will. I don't feel like I've won. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's just surprising what you'll see. Like when, when I have no less than seven R15 DDs enter a Dynamis twice. How do they? Count? And not and not understand that the Wave Two boss changes mode after 50 percent and throws up an aura it, it blew their mind twice that it had occurred what some of them didn't even catch on that there was a phase change so how, i like close everyone in that party i was literally the only one there who understood what we were fighting but i mean literally when divergence happened i made the wiki pages for all of those mobs Oh, in terms of, I mean, some information there are some other people, but I built those wiki pages out overall and made sure they were very in-depth and had all the information because that was like years ago. That was the most current endgame difficult content. Mm -hmm. And I made sure those pages had plenty of information, which if you open them, there's plenty of notes there. It may not cover everything soup to nuts, but it covers pretty much all you need to know, if not everything. But 
like does so, does no one want to open the window? I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about several layers of failings here. I got colors because, in there and bold text. Because those people not knowing what happens on a boss where you have to where you have to very specifically set up to kill it. Um you you th- there's a lot of failure going on there. That's not just a failure on the part of the DD because like I imagine most DDs aren't paying attention to fucking anything, honestly. But that's leadership not even knowing what you're going to fight before you go in to fight it. And that's also leadership just not even bothering to make sure that your party's set up to fight it prior to fighting it. The leader didn't open the wiki either. That's the biggest problem. No. In fact, uh, the first one we did was Bastok, and we went and fought uh, Fearsinger, right? And He's one we, of the, like, next to next to Halfus, he's probably the most difficult one. That one is my least favorite, honestly. I, I don't like the that. The petrifying one. slow is annoying. And you have to, if, I mean, if you have your soul voice, very marshes and stuff around it, it's fine. But the, the petrify is annoying. Yeah. So what if I told you we had no haste in that fight? Oh, I can't imagine having no haste and slow two on. You would never hit. We fought him for an hour and 34 minutes, I think it was. I put the oh. exact time in my message oh, to you. Oh, sweet summer child. And I think I spent close to 57 minutes kiting it myself on Corsair. Wait, so you fought it for an hour and 34 and you spent almost an hour of that Yeah, so it? for those of you who are familiar with Dynamis, that means we went directly to this boss, basically. Like, we, we snuck by all the statues. Like, like the, the it wasn't it wasn't that we went straight to this boss. Like the, the whole idea is that the dude thought we were going to, the dude said that we were going to be farming wave two, apparently was what he wanted to do, <laughs> but we didn't do that. Uh, we didn't really farm wave one. We fought like three statues in wave two. And then he immediately snuck his way over to the boss and fought the boss. And I said, Hey, we probably shouldn't fight this. We have no source of haste. And I know that this guy did not open up, anything about this boss like he didn't learn anything about the fight prior to fighting it and he just uh his only reply what to to me saying hey we shouldn't fight this we should just farm wave two was yolo he literally uh, said yolo uh, why are you when like after that first one i would have never come back to another divergence of these people again why did you go to a second one let alone stay in this oh group? man the second one was windy this windy is the easiest one, by the way. All you have to do is basically yeah. use haste and bar era and where a DT set yep. and that mob dies. It is the easiest boss. Red Mage can solo that boss by itself. It is the easiest of the bosses. He's not like he's not gonna walk in and just kill him with trust. He's the easiest thing any player can fight him. But as a group on alliance, uh, literally he is the easiest of the NMs, the least threatening of them all. As long as you well, have bar era and like a rune fencer tank, you your DDs can just kill him. Like the gear that exists now, Sakpal is even R zero no matter what. Because it's really good at R zero, no matter how much I've talked about warriors, it's 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 more of a demonstration of a poor warrior than the gear not being good. It, it's that should be enough for any warrior not to be completely killed with a bar era and a rune in there tanking it, and just that should be it. That should be a dead mob. It should be easy, but but yeah, you they um they spent an hour and a half suiciding into it just to get it to fifty percent once. Okay, and okay, so how did, so we know now that they spent an hour and a half. How did they set up for this fight? Did you just like just run into it or like did you guys gather yeah. around it? Did you buff up? What what happened? Oh there was no buffing up. We don't we you, you didn't gather see, you're 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 assuming that anyone coordinated what jobs people needed to go as. Well generally instinctively whenever I've been in any group or link shell or pug or anything, if you see an NM in divergence, like everyone stands out of aggro range and like waits for someone. They're afraid to be the one to aggro it. So everyone waits nope. and that's when like when you buff and stuff because no one wants to be the first one to aggro it if they're not the tank. Oh, nobody understood who was supposed to aggro it. Eventually one of the tanks ran forward. We had two rune fencers there actually. 
Um, that should so be we, perfect coverage. So, so this is kind of like the secondary part. So it's so like the, the first line of failure is that none of the leadership is is willing to be leadership in Saints ever. Like it, the, that was also true in Notorious Monster. Um, the people who run that shell had no fucking idea what Most they were doing. Most shells I've seen, no one actually wants and to. Like, the leader holds the pearl and passes it out, but they're never around or they never want to Didn't even up. bother to read anything about the content and just kind of, like, went in and, and just kind of hoped it would work. Like, nobody really assigned jobs. Sometimes they understood that haste was important, but that's basically how it went with them. And I saw the exact same thing happen with this shell, too. Uh, when we were going in, no one had made any consideration as outside of, like, the fact that we had a healer. And we actually had me on White Mage... And then we had two red mages in this run and the two red mages actually did cast haste. And one of them was sort of useful in helping to kite the, the boss at one point in the windy run. But for the most part, they didn't really do anything. I think one of them was even sub ninja, uh, but didn't actually melee or couldn't hit the mob and then didn't melee afterwards. Like it was really weird. Um, so like the, the secondary failing it, just below the leaders is no one else is willing to give a shit at all. So, like, this isn't even about people showing up to fights on R15DDs or anything. It looks like the, the average player just kind of shows up to this on their job that they think they can get into things on because they can say they're R15 or something. It seems that way. And that because that's the case, it's up to everyone else to figure out who, who goes on what job afterwards. It's like, well, I'm here on my R15 Grothrogna Monk, and I'm ready to do 8% of the parse, and no one is going to stop me. And that's basically the mindset of every single one of these DDs that went in there. You know, I know I'm, I'm close to finishing the Omen guide that was put on pause for the Abyssia sortie kind of stuff. And I'm going to finish the Omen guide. Then when the sortie comes out, I have to go redo the Dragoon guide and stuff like that. I'm afraid no one's going to read any of that stuff, man. Uh, well, some people do like it tells. So as much as I complain about the tells, I don't want tells of saying thank you. I want people that are at the wiki and leave me alone. Just it's good that they're at least trying to read it's it. A good that, yeah, it's good that some people do it. So it validates that I do it. So I guess if, if I was a person who sought deeper levels of validation in a leisurely activity, because I like writing. Um, before I edited the wiki, I was just, the wiki was to edit to make things available because, like, I want resources. As a new player, I used the wiki intensely, like, constantly. Onecopedia didn't suck dick. Never use it anymore. No one, nor should anyone else really for anything, basically. And eventually I just wanted to edit to fix it. But then as I started writing different things and wrote my first guide a while ago, I'm like, I actually like, like writing. Like at first it was just like stupid stuff. How can I write something dumb? I'm being stupid. Cause I like being stupid. It's stupid, 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 stupid. And eventually it became like, um, using different words in different ways. And like naturally, cause I naturally speak in alliteration at times. I don't know why my brain's just weird. And I just ended up finding out I like writing. Um, and it'd be nice to be a writer, but no one's ever a writer. Just like, no, no one's ever an artist. You don't, you don't survive that way in capitalism. It doesn't work. But nonetheless, I had been writing those guides, but I'd also, two years ago during like the peak of COVID, I was writing a guide. It wasn't a guide. It was more of a lambasting expose, an editorial or whatever, whatever. I don't know what the actual term would be called because I'm not a writer and don't know any terms and I'm not an educated individual. But it was called The Death of Final Fantasy XI, and it was bemoaning things I talk about, usually like the mercs and this and that, and, and, and being metaphorically hyperbolic about how, you know, basically the baby was thrown out with the bathwater and no one cared <laughs> was my wording. I believe in that the baby You'll was thrown out with the bathwater and no one cared. That's an ongoing theme. The theme is no one cared. Yeah. And no one cared. The baby was, the baby was killed with the bathwater and nobody cared. 
is what I wrote in that at some point. And I stopped writing that because I eventually go on other adventures and it just sits there. And as we talk about this, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm like, do I have to finish writing the death of Final Fantasy XI? Because honestly, if the game has become nothing but purchasing your way in to ignoring everything, to be accepted by having all these things and not giving a fuck and failing anyway, it's something that you didn't need to spend time and effort and money and gill and anything else on to not lose because it didn't even exist when people were easily killing it and you can't even do it with stuff that's twice as good as they had, then I don't know what the point of playing this game is. I don't know what's left of the community and I don't know what this game's future is. If this is what we have now, it's really nothing. You really have nothing, frankly. 11 people, including myself, entered that Dynamis Winterst. 11. 10 of them have never fought the content that we fought. That means no one knows anything. So the leader should have been talking or at least someone should have yep. said something. At least one of those 11 people had to have looked at the wiki in some capacity, right? Like any part you of it? Think? Any no, preparation? That, that, that requires effort. It, it Did you is have all going to... It, I, I actually had to throw out Bar Thunder because being they, they were being stunned to death, yes. And without Bar Thunder, they, they would have died even faster. So we needed wind carols, yes. <sighs> you know, even but, just a Geo throwing out... Um, uh, like Langor or something would have also made it very be bearable. We had no Geo. I well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. We had a Corsair. A Red Mage using Adel even would have helped um, a bit with the Magic Evasion gear we have now because it would have been enough to hopefully push you over. And it was actually a really oh god, if only the Red Mages actually did try to enfeeble. I actually had to silence it on my White Mage though. What? Wait, wait, wait. you said try to enfeeble. The Red Mages couldn't land silence on old content. Well. One of them, at least one of them, was there to uh, get unlocks. I think they both were there to unlock. So the they're sparks so mages. I could only imagine the state of their gear because you don't check people. So no, I don't. I always check people. No, they'll, they'll either they'll either succeed at the task or they'll fail at the task. I don't need to check them to know by what margin they've failed. Mm, it, it lets you know ahead of time and get ahead of it. I get ahead of it. I I knew I could just handle it on white mages. Whatever. Well, so, you couldn't handle it because prior, an hour and a half of your time for eleven people. That I knew I was throwing away. Like I'm going in full well knowing that that I'm about to throw away. But why do that to time. yourself though? You can you can find out what it's, it's like. So be... I can do this podcast. Like this is <laughs> this is you didn't so do it to this podcast, but I did actually. You did? Um yes, I am doing this so that I can understand what it's like to be an average player. I figured you just wanted the understanding, not to do a podcast on it, but also that's that's always good. Well, it's so that when I talk on the podcast, I can know where I'm coming from on this because again, you want to be more informed than the people that you're talking yes, about. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. And it's an abstract I can't come concept. off as knowledgeable. Yeah, I can't come off as knowledgeable unless I'm actually knowledgeable about it. I have to experience this shit. So this is this is how I step down from my ivory tower is I go in here and I go into the shit and I fucking experience it like a regular dude. And it's it's eye opening. Like the, the thing that blew me away was on that wave two boss when the Corsair said that he thought we were OP because we got the boss to 50 percent without a bard. Oh. Oh, fuck. I did not have the heart to tell him that there are videos of people soloing these bosses without anything else. Well, he got to be Mickey Mantle for a day. Yeah. Barry Bonds. But that's that's just kind of... Lance Armstrong. It's kind of what I've noticed, though. Like it, it's, it's like what I sent to you um, the other day when I was describing this. Like, people... There are so few people who even play this game anymore that they don't even know what success or failure look like. They thought it was OP because they've never experienced what it's like to be OP. They live in a different world. Yeah, exactly. And, and we're this literally is, all in fun of deal. This is this is important to actually look at because I don't have a way of 
even conveying information to people at this level because these are people who just haven't even tried. And it, that's the really disappointing part. Like, that's the part that's upsetting to me because you, you can't teach someone who's not willing to try. Yeah. And that's probably why I've failed so many times. So, you know, it's it's just eye opening is all. And that's why I was kind of I was kind of pissed off the other day. That's not the like, only eye that was being open, Fox. Right. There was there was a brown one. It was the brownest eye. But yeah, that's kind of why I was a little pissed off the other day. It's like, well, why do I even bother? You know, because yeah. this this is what we have. This is what we have to work with. And no one is willing to get better. We live in a society. Yeah, we live in a society where no one is willing to get better. I mean, don't get too discouraged, though, because you you know that just because you're in a sea of shit doesn't mean there's not. I mean, that's already a metaphor where there's nothing. Yeah. There's no recovering from a sea of shit, frankly. If you're in a sea of shit, there could be gold nuggets everywhere and you could be the richest guy in the world. It you're still, you're on still a in a sea of shit. I mean, at the same, like, what I mean, Fox, to get out of besides being in a sea of shit, you are in a sea of shit, frankly. It's, it's just that's coming to terms with that and dealing with that is reality. And, and being able to handle the negatives is the only way for all these like positive vibes bullshit people that aren't thrilled with this episode and it's it's as dark as the anime as we talked about for all that aren't as thrilled and ecstatic about the the way this conversation has gone so far which who knows where it's going to go it's, it's I don't going. Ha- I don't have a way to positively you, say that people well, just don't give a fuck I'm, I'm adding a little sprinkle of positivity in there you have to be able yeah. to embrace and accept these negatives and understand what's going on around you and that if you know and expect, because everyone's like, don't expect that everything's horrible. That's just negative. Keep a positive frame of mind. Otherwise, you're going to fail. No, you're going to fail because you're fucking ignorant. So No, I'm going to fail because I didn't do it solo. You have to be able to accept the, how bad things could possibly be and drive yourself to be better than that. Because you can see what's wrong in front of you. You experience it, these kind of groups. You have to be able to experience the failures and the frustrations and the wasting of time for at least a moment. I mean, Fox is past that, but he just had to be reminded of the hot prawns and the one eye we're not talking about to be reminded of how that is. But you have to be able to experience that to then take that in, have a motivation in this regard to wanting to be better if you want to continue to play this game, frankly, have a better understanding. And not necessarily you have to like carry groups or explain everything or hold fucking TED talks, but you have to be able to take those negative experiences and turn them into positives because there are other players in this game. You know, I'm not going to use us as an example, but there's plenty of players like Table or Basing or a lot of the people we've had in the show who care, who have fun, who love this game. We talk about the strategy. I I made a new thread in the subreddit uh, instead of a link shell one this month. It's going to be monthly job and strategy discussions. And it started off perfectly off the bat, talking about Pup, talking about Geo and Summoner, and like getting excited about trying different jobs. Like those are the good things about this game, besides like enjoying the story and all this and that. And that's the core of the game that we're in. But everyone else fucking sucks. So being able to deal with that and becoming better in spite of that and because of that and experiencing that and knowing better after that, that's how you can take this average shit show that you run into and turn it into a positive and like, and really, you know, in spite of it all, the game is great and, and is fun. So just, it's bad in the average player is that, but if you can become better than that average player and realize you don't want to be one of those 11 people in the group, or maybe make, maybe you're one of the 11 and want to be one less of that number. I mean, just, yeah. just seeing this around you and realizing this is not normal, this is not right. We shouldn't be spending an hour and a half on any NM in this game, let alone no. a, a divergence one. And, and just moving pay you got you got to get better than that you got to do better so i'm gonna i'm gonna continue to run because i actually want to see what progress looks like to these sorts of people oh, to the average if you player. see it if you even see it so if far i've seen see no it, indication yeah. progress would occur 
and like like I said before, like I am not going to carry any of these runs. I'm going to go on a job that to my the best of my ability makes the run work. And outside of that, I'm not going to direct anything. Well, if you went on bar um, or something, they might have beat it, actually. Uh, no, we wouldn't have had a healer. I, <laughs> I couldn't imagine doing that run without a white mage, a competent white mage. Like, that would have been insane. Maybe the, so, maybe yeah, the Rudal Sub-Scholar. Maybe, who knows? Were any of them master level 40, Fox? Please tell me some of them were. Uh, I think at least one of them was, the, Ooh, one of the DDs. Baby. Hot when I dog. took the party list, I thought I saw a level 57 sub-job. So. This is like throwing those ashes in the Shark River and getting them right in your fucking mouth. Yep, all up in my mouth. Mm-mm-mm. Piece of Skippy yeah, will always I'm, be with you. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna carry this group uh, like I did the last one. Like, I'm not going to, I'm just observing the entire time. I'm gonna be on a beneficial job, so I'm not gonna be an asshat and show up on, you know, some R15DD. Show up on blue yeah. so you have your own buffs. Show up on, yeah. <laughs> Self-contained cure, buffer, and DD all in one. But one blue yeah, mage like in this group. Go ninja as long something. as the mob silenced or your character or something could, could kill this entire boss, and they could all stand there. So don't oh, show yeah, up I didn't, the blue I didn't even really him. make the. I didn't even really make the point of me needing to silence it. Like I only had to immuno break once on white mage, and it was silenced. Like white mage is great, guys. By the way, you should absolutely pay attention to your enfeebling sets. We had an episode on but, that. Actually. Uh, yeah, I know. It's just worth. It's just worth repeating because it really comes in clutch. But um, but, but right before we engage, though. Uh, I said, watch out for dread spikes. Oh yeah, he does dread spikes. You got to dispel them. Very first, thing it does he did have was that on the spikes. wiki. I'm sure. If I pull very it up, first, one of the very first things he did was dread spikes, and then everyone died. <laughs> I I tanked this. Uh, like I I held this fight on. What white was the mage kiting this time? The fight. It was it was just me on white mage. No, how, how, like the last time it was an hour fifty seven minutes of kiting for an hour and thirty four minutes of fighting. It, it was another hour or so worth oh, of kiting. Oh, yeah. God. Um, there was one point where there was one point where everyone actually got unweakened, rebuffed, went back in, and then never got the boss below 100 percent because he got back up to 100. Never, never got him below 99 percent. Sorry, and couldn't make him budge after that point. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm not even kidding you. How how does 11 people not get the mob pissed 99 percent? And this is this is the funny part. As soon as we got to wave two, because I knew what the dude was going to do again, he sent me a tell and he said, so where should I pull the boss? And I'm just like, to the corner, Uh, to to the corner. Uh, Or actually, no, I didn't even say that at first. I the very first thing I responded with was, I don't recommend we fight it. (laughs) To which to which he said, so where do I where do I pull it? And I I just go, what a dick. This guy, I don't know this guy's name, but this guy is a fucking dick. I don't like this guy already. Yeah, he's a special dude. No, that that arrogance is reserved for when you fucking know shit and can actually speak with a level of arrogance and cockiness oh, no, no, and no, be no. silly. That that's a fucking bullshit right there. So you you misunderstand because you haven't been in the LS and like have listened to him talk and stuff like that. The dude doesn't know anything, and he knows he doesn't know anything. Yeah, but he, that, that level of arrogance wants, is clear without being in there. So you he, ask him the question, say, don't do it. He says, so win. where do I do it? No, 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 no. He doesn't even think he's going to win. He just wants to YOLO it. So you have a Rosma who's worse than Rosma leading your show. Basically, yeah. And oh, the it, it's funny because like entering the Dynamis, the only plan that was made was literally the phrase Lux counters doom. That was the plan for the wave two boss. For those who don't know what that means, that is the rune Lux, the light rune will stop, hopefully by resisting, by increasing your resistance to dark above zero, because if you're zero, you will not resist all the time. You can't floor it without getting any level of dark resistance. Lux resists Doom because the mob has a TP move called Doom that will Doom you if you don't resist it. It'll still eventually get you anyway. You need Holy Waters. And if you don't use Holy Water gear like the uh, 
the chain that comes from a Montrove? What's that chain called? Yeah. Nicander's necklace. Nicander's necklace. It just if you carry nothing. And the purity ring helps. The, too. the purity ring. There's the uh, other the ring, other and, ring the, and the well. sash. I believe the just Brucer sash from uh, yeah. Domain Invasion. Like those items alone will make your holy waters take it off one, two, maybe three, instead of like using a stack of holy. Well, not a stack, like seven. Might be wrong about the sash. Sash might just be cursed and plus, but well, you sash cursed and plus at least. But there's yeah. there's a couple of rings you can get, including purity ring, which is good to carry anyway. And and then the Candor's necklace is a huge boost. And the Candor's necklace only costs like. One, two mil. It depends on price. If I say everyone should get it right now, it might go up a mil on a sir or something. Maybe if I'm lucky. Because people aren't buying it, is why it doesn't go up. If someone buys it, it's going to go up quickly. But mm-hmm. I have it. It's great. And every person should have it because that one item alone, just carry that one item, makes a gigantic difference in Doom. Uh, you got Shinryu. You have Palatorius and Vagary. You have the Yagodo and Divergence. You have maybe Lilith. But there's a lot of things. You got the tree. Yakshi does. There's a lot of things to do Doom in this game. You want to keep that necklace because it happens. There's ambuscades. Just keep it. (laughs) And people don't carry it. Bazing. I hope you picked it up. Bazing. (laughs) Yes, please get that. Please. As 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 someone who's likely to be your white mage, please pick that up. But yes, Lux counters Doom. There's more to the fight to it than use one light rune to stop Doom. Yeah. If that's all the strategy that's occurring, I'm amazed that even that was said because that's, that's, that's beyond surface level, I suppose. I kind of wish you had been a fly on the wall because it would have been hilarious. Cause like I, I was, I kept my cursor on, on, uh, the eternal dude. Like I, I kept it on him the entire time because I watched it tick to 49 and then I watched everyone die. Fox, you and I could have duo with that mob on blue and white mage. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would have gone blue sub rune. I would have been able to use that's one not the point, Lux though. rune. That's not the point though. It doesn't matter what we can do. <laughs> Survive. There's a non-zero chance I can solo it as a red mage too, but yeah. the, the 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 point the point though is that nobody nobody cares like nobody gives a shit and like to some people is like, that like, fun like am like I what miss, I'm am I missing this is fun because if if that's fun just like wasting an hour and a half for no gain and just dying over and over if like that if that's fun for, especially for when the you're guy leading this for the guy leading this it's fun it, it's fun to just yolo in there it, I, like, I guess if that's the, the fun. and the thing is is that it's being presented as, oh yeah, we're going to use these dynamises to farm. But you're not, not farming. We're going to use these dynamises because I think it's fun to waste everyone's time. I'm sure there's people there that don't want to have their time wasted. They're not respecting well, the Link Show members' time, Fox. And and that's where like the next astonishing thing happened. Is everyone oh no, there's seemed, more astonishing things? Yes, everyone seemed cool with this outcome. It wasn't just the guy that was vocal who thought we were OP because hey. we got it to 50%, which is, by the way, not OP at all. 49, um, frankly, Fox. Yeah, because that's the moment where you really fight the NM, by the way. Like, it's 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 a cakewalk up to that point. Um, but everyone else was just kind of, like, cool with everything afterwards. Like, like this was... They must be watching Agent normal. Stream or something. I don't know what the... What the I, I don't know, man. Maybe, okay, maybe maybe we're just out of touch, Fox. And no just, one even what's bothered. fun is just people doing whatever they want. And if they all fucking buy all their stuff and suck and for some reason get all the best gear and not be able to employ it in any capacity and just enjoy dying to easy content that they don't even need that gear they, they somehow obtained magically. I'm not going to speculate. They somehow obtained so, it. Then maybe it's fun to just not do anything successfully. I don't know. I will say, though, maybe that, after, that at the end of all of it, though, like when the guy YOLO'd enough times, he did ask at the very end, it's like, so wh- where do you think we went wrong? Oh, no. Don't even ask that at that point. Fuck yourself. The only thing I said was that we did not have the buffs to fight what we were fighting. Well, that's one way of putting it. 
Most yeah. of this game is buffs, frankly. So that's that's because I want true. I want to prompt research. Like I'm not here to 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 lead There's the not run. I'm not there. Well, yeah, I know there isn't going to be, but that's where I'm going to try to monitor progress. I want to see if people can actually, you know, figure out where their shortcomings are and move on from there. Fox. Because I feel like this is a very typical pug experience, except it's also consolidated into a link shell, so I can experience the same thing with the same group over and over and over again without seeing any kind of like variance in things. Literally, so this is like the perfect pug experience for me to observe. Literally this content is like from like late 2017. So yeah. it's sad. Think about how long ago that was in this game. People that, were that fighting was, this in Valorous gear. That, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was mm-hmm. everyone using Hercule and Valorous gear. And, and that was about it. Uh, maybe, maybe ambuscade plus two might've been out. Rune fencer had early eyes. So, so people were fighting it in stuff that was far less. And, and the, and there wasn't just all the gear and everything people had, people were using R zero, R zero ultimate weapons. And that was considered the best. So oh, yeah, that was when Ragnarok using resolution was considered really good. But honestly, like the difference between R zero and R 15 isn't even that staggering. It's just it's, because it's not, everyone uses it as the benchmark. It everyone does, thinks that it's some it crazy does, thing. Honestly, though, it does change certain things. A Tizona with R15 using Expiation is is going to be a lot better overall than yeah. an R0. It'll do more damage. I mean, that's literally what it says. But if it, if it's something else, like if it's all mace, no, the, the, the extra CDC's damage is not drastic. It's not, it, it's multiple, the weapon and what else it gets at that point is more important. But it's it, like, a lot of the things like Mandau, R15 makes no fucking difference versus R0 because Mandau still fucking sucks. <laughs> so a lot of it doesn't change the outcome at all. Like R15 Ragnarok, nothing basically almost compared to R0. And who cares? Yeah. But like people describing strategy around having half as much as we have today, honestly, it's really that the difference in gear has in five years is pretty drastic with Odyssey now. And, you know, I have said over the course of us doing this co- this podcast that the increasing gear has made it trivial to do like all of this content. And I will say right now that on every single occasion where I said that I am wrong. <laughs> it did not make it trivial to do this. Content well, you need more than just I, gear. I think that's, well, exa- that's that's exactly true. But the but the the fatal assumption that I made when I said that was that there was a base level preparedness when attacking anything. Yeah, you're assuming that is a floor the that, that, that doesn't exist. Made. You've gone through that floor. Exactly. That's, that's the problem. Exactly. I In was your phalanx equation, you were through the floor. Oh, I was so through the floor. And that seems to be a recurring thing. So I think where I was out of touch initially was that I assumed a floor that simply did not exist. Okay, so like, nobody has the drive. The of the episode. That's what I exactly. That, that's, that's actually the point I was, what I I've been trying to make, um, is that the the entire time I have not had the perspective of where these people are. Like literally no one gives a fuck. And that is the problem. That's it's not good. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if there's any, you know, progress after this point or anything like that. Do you um, think there's, I had fun realistically going to be, no, there's not. Well, I, I had we'll fun see. because my expectations were in the right place. You know? Yeah. Like it's, it's hilarious to me to see this happen. If you, if you see two, two strung out addicts underneath a bridge having a knife fight for like, a, like an eight ball or something, is that really like one of them's going to die? Is my expectations? Is it really like great when your expectations in such a negative manner are met? Like, like if you expect a, someone to die in, 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 a, in like a car crash or something, like it happens, it's like, well, my expectations were met. It's like, is that really the, the bar? Part of it makes me sad that I'm never going to use this as an opportunity to uh, unlock like my pup relic body plus three. I would really like to get that done. What zone do you need? Because I have not done diversions in forever. Uh, Every everything that is not Sandoria. Okay. 
So yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not too worried about that right now, but I mean, I hopefully the there will be a point RP where... on black mage to get the last level of my, um, my archmage's staff for uh, mono wall DT. Nice. Well, yeah, I mean, we can work on that. So we can but do. I, mean, I don't. I'm, yeah. I, I basically want to reach the point where, where these guys like see what jobs are needed. They go as those jobs and then I can just be in the run doing like the most minimal thing just so I can observe how everyone works together because I don't even want to be in the role of white mage. I don't want to be in the role of bard. I don't want to be on, on anything that can be construed as run defining because because there, there are times when those kinds of roles like tank, there are times when those kinds of roles can like stand out and they can effectively carry a run and i just don't want to be in that position at all like so i, I, I want to see like a pure version of this basically you don't want the limelight at all but you no. want to stand in the foreground as an average environmental object and be able yep. to watch the success happen and enjoy and participate in the content without having to put forth the writing of strategies the directing of people the dealing of personalities all the things that come the trappings and, and the stuff that i i would just do yeah, yeah, like, it's it's the stuff that I always just do because I want the content like, to work. Like when you show up in our groups lately, because your group's been off. Have you been enjoying just showing up and doing something and not having to worry about anything? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. So is that like the experience you look for in the game? Kinda, yeah. Like I, I've been. I think I've said this on other on recent podcasts, but I'm just like been really disillusioned with the game lately, and I think a lot of it is that that I just don't your think I'm not, enjoying anything anymore. Your, your group's not making you happy. It sounds. Well, I mean, it has nothing to do with the group, really. Like, well, does it, is, it? it is frustrating having to answer the same damn questions every day, but uh, mm. that's just like uh, one I issue. I, I felt like there's more going on than that, but I'm not going to push that. So, no. Yeah. And I mean, if, if people are going to act like fucking children all the time, like <laughs> I'm not going to call anybody out. But uh, if you continue to act like children, uh, I'm just going to fucking leave and I just don't care. I mean, it, it will suck for people who are obviously not involved with doing that, like Hayden. Um, because I like playing with that guy. He's always been like my bro the entire time we played the game. But or I'm Mr. Just, I just get really yak over there, nor Chris. <laughs> right. I, I just get really tired, though. Um, I'm not going to keep naming people off because then you can solve by process of elimination what I'm frustrated with. But um, let's well, half. But basically, like all of these things like compound and like it, it just I just find that I'm liking the game less and less and that I would rather just play a solo experience like 99 percent of the time. I mean, I've been honestly, when I, you know, come home from work, I'll make the other day I made like uh, the old Jersey special, the old sausage, peppers, onions and garlic and everything, which is fucking delicious. I try to avoid eating meat, but sausage, peppers, onions is, is a mwah. It's just fucking delicious. <laughs> and like when I'm done with that, like just to sit down before a group, only does something like for an hour and a half, we don't go into it too hard. We, we, we've honestly perfected it down to a run, a farm, and an end, or just a run, some ambuscade, sad dragon, end. We, we've, and now we opened up. Yesterday, we just did a run and some master levels and then called it a night. It was Friday, so it went a little longer, and then we just called it, and that was it. Uh, we perfected it down to that. But in between that, I'll have like maybe an hour, I guess, so I can do that in any way I want. I can either sit with Carrot and watch some anime. I can either yeah. do stuff, whatever. And I've been just going into like Abyssia to farm some of the Kokokan's fangs for a little bit. Doesn't take much. We have an annoying lights campaign on right now, which kind of sucks. I don't want cat deserve, <laughs> but whatever. Doesn't hurt me that much. And I'll just farm like maybe two, three, four, five Kokokan's fangs before the run. That's it. And I'm just kind of like, I'm okay doing this. I can sit there. I can listen to 
you know, some whatever nonsense I'm listening to and, and just do this for a little bit. And it's it's kind of relaxing. It's like when I talk about doing Leviathan many moons ago. It's like I'm just happy just coming home and doing Leviathan. That's fine for me. And that's a solo player experience. I want the other player experience of group content and, and fighting hard stuff and getting the points and being the guy. I want to do that too. But I also do enjoy, as you said, you know, the single player experience, just getting in touch with random things in the game, walking through zones occasionally putting the sound back on and listening to the music and other stuff like that's really fun and enjoyable and gets me in touch with you know the happy place of playing but yes uh when it comes down to the other nonsense i could imagine being very dumb with that and a lot of that nonsense does come from these pugs and these experiences not just having a static that's decaying or something but uh, it's just i could see that disenfranchising interest in the game the reason I can say for certain, though, that it doesn't have anything to do with my group is because my experience playing this game in the week that they've been gone and me doing other stuff is not better. It, it's not better. Yeah, my experience is not better. It's actually worse. And so I know that because my group you're is a positive with the wrong people. Yeah, I mean, my, my you, group is a positive impact on my you play. You picked the wrong just, group to play with, Fox. I don't know. The whole, if, you, if, if you wanted to have a better experience during the week you're off here, you should not have been in this, this absolute fucking shit show. That this Woodstock ninety nine of a link shell. Yeah, I, I think we're actually like crossing like group meaning. Like th- this this LS that I've joined is is not what I'm referring to as my group. Oh. Um like this this LS that I've joined has absolutely added like a negative uh, That's that's what I'm saying. Like you join the Woodstock ninety nine of groups here, the link shell. Yeah, but but my wanna... group I do Odyssey with and stuff like that, like like they are actually a positive impact because I, I I do enjoy the game a bit more while I'm on with that, as long as there's no bullshit going on. So you know, um, the last thing about the clam bake today. Oh yeah, there was a guy playing cornhole, the beanbag into the, <laughs> the hole, beanbag not, one, of not course. the anal yeah. sex. Yeah. Yes, I have to distinguish for. I, I assume because you know you're outside. You know, well there there could have been anal Jersey. sex. You know, this yeah. this is this is a yip y'all he y'all make nineteen eighty four fiction again, Punisher. Mm-hmm. So there's a raffle fox. <laughs> Um, so there's a guy playing cornhole and he's, he's throwing the, you know, the beanbags, whatever. And I look at him and I'm like, Hmm. And I look away and sit my beer. I look back again at him and I go, this guy looks exactly like Felgar did in his younger days. Exactly. Same glasses, same face, same hair, same exact facial hair that he has the whole black sort of. Uh, thing going on, on the side like like it looked exactly like felgar exactly like his skype picture looked many moons ago i'm like this guy is felgar and then he's playing against like a seven-year-old throwing the beanbag and the seven-year-old is kicking his ass throwing the beanbag in the hole and he's like just missing wow. the target wide overshooting undershooting and i'm like this guy is felgar right now losing to a seven-year-old <laughs> i'm like wow, how does this happen I'm in that local Jersey, New York gene pool right now. I keep seeing Felgars. I but he looks like, just like him. Because I've I seen like Felgars' picture. He looks just like him. I feel like the phrase, how does this happen, is something that like I cling to too much and that <laughs> I can just happen? never solve. Well, if you get too curious about the, the shit shows of life, you're going to become confused perpetually. Yeah. I guess. It's like speaking of Dane Cook, I got banned off the BG forums for four days because I kept saying, like they're saying Dane Cook's a groomer because he married a chick he met when he was 15, didn't say they dated until they were 18, and he married at 23, and I'm, they're like, he's a groomer, and I'm like, well, what do we know about that? How do we know he's a groomer? 
And then like it turned into somehow I'm a pedophile. I should be anally raped and on this and that. And I'm like, I'm confused. I'm just saying, how do we know he's a groomer? I'm just trying to establish facts here. I'm not going to condemn a guy I don't oh, know shit man. about. And I said, we should be mad at him for his acting career and his comedy career, not anything else. And I was confused <laughs> how an entire group of people in a echo chamber, if you will, and that's exactly what it is, were all mad and furious at me and said that I'm a statutory rape apologist and I'm a this and <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a, uh, a, a, a statutory rape candidate, and I probably have done that myself. And this, and I'm like, but I'm just confused. I'm like, how are you guys? I'm like, I keep asking a basic question. We don't know anything, so how do you say this? You don't know anything about. And it's like, I'm confused. How we're so angry and don't know shit about anything? If you don't know fuck, you can't say shit. So I just everything has to fit into their molds nowadays, and every box has to be checked nowadays. But it's just like so I said at the same point. I'm it, confused how such basic things, how basic things are just like, how is this happening right now? I'm, I'm asking a basic thing. How is this happening? I, right. I don't like the guy, but it's just in general, like the, like the way people work anymore. I'm just confused. Like people have always worked the same way. I'm not going to pretend we live in a, a different age where everything's nuanced and different in the wrong ways. It's just like, it's not true, but it's just like, I'm confused how like people just work in certain ways that just make no logical sense. Like all logic's out the window. It's groupthink. It's like, like we're entirely in groupthink of 11 where everyone just doesn't give a shit about the outcome. And it's a groupthink of like, get the best stuff because everyone has to have Gucci and Prada and then still fucking yeah. suck at everything else you do. Yeah. I have so no I mean, idea. How did this happen, I think, is is the wrong question to look at. And I, I guess that's kind of where I'm at now. So, like, with the information that I've managed to gather from this, because there there is actually a reason, aside from bitching, as to why I'm doing this. Like, I want to know what I can do with this information now. Like, so the average player apparently doesn't give a shit. So how do we address that? Like, how do we make that better? Well, I mean, I've always tried to personally disenfranchise and suppress these people and push them down and, and, and basically say, get the fuck out of here if you're not going to They already try. don't care, though. They already don't care. So you can't, you can't yeah. suppress as many people and disenfranchise them. You can't do that. Uh, so there has to be some way of being able to help make the community better. Eventually, you can't change the tides of the moon if you're not bigger than the moon. So I don't know what to say. True. So yeah. Like, like yeah, that's, when that's I was... A good point. I said like too many times in a row, but when earlier Fox were talking about wanting to like be in the background and be... Basically, the guy participates, but at the same time, if you are the only person, honestly, in this situation, because you are the only person in this case, that can direct the success of this group, and without your direct input, the failure will occur. If you aren't the power broker and can't sit in the background as the guy who isn't in plain sight, that's the point of being the power broker, who is not in plain sight, if you can't sit there and direct a couple people, essentially, who will, since they don't know any better and see the difference your your input makes, default to your input for all matters by, you know, I don't default. default. If you're not that power broker sitting in the background, you can't sit in the background comfortably because nothing will successfully happen without that person who's directing things in the background. You can sit in the background and be that 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 Don, but you can't, if you're not going to direct the people and be that guy, you can't. Because I think, honestly, what do you do with this? The best you can do is have a successful group that you enjoy playing with, who you're friends with. And if you have to step to be the leader, because every group in this game needs someone to say, hey, why don't we do this tonight, guys? Or how, however you share power, the most equitable or not fashion that people are interested in, most people don't seem to care how much it's equitable as long as they get shit. However you do it is your prerogative, but the only way you can really counter this and to make use out of this is to avoid these shit people, honestly, and just make a successful group of going through various people until you find 
the good players that we all like and bring in the show as guests and talk about and sing the praises of and how Table goes out and develops his character and studies stuff and reads questions, you know, and asks stuff and learns and grows. Anyone else, this and that. The only way to avoid that is just to make your own group of people because that's the yeah. only thing I can think of. That's true. I I guess it's more so that I'm, I'm just... I think I'm just exhausted that I don't want to like lead things anymore. So I would really like to see like an emergence of leaders. And I, I don't have a way of being able to help people do that. If I you guess. just give the directives a strategy to people, they can keep the other people in line. Like, nah, like the that's what of, happened with notorious monster. Doesn't mm, work. You put, you chose the wrong guy then. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of situations. The problem is, is that, Rarely does anyone step up and and try to assume that mantle, and even more rarely are they qualified to do it. Power is a delicate thing, so you have to be able to choose the right people to delegate power downwards with. Because they'll default to you. As long as you know better and you can promise them what they want, they will take it. They don't care. So being that power broker, that's how society and, and hierarchy and everything works. That's just the truth of it. Being the guy who can broker this power and direct things in a way that result in people getting the taste that they want, getting their, getting their little mm-mm, is the only way you can really make that happen. You don't have to lead it. You just have to be able to delegate to the people who will then lead it. You basically you have to create middle management, Fox, the inefficiency of capitalistic middle yeah. management. You have to just create this middle management to handle it for you. Then you can sit back and relax. I don't know. Like this episode's already like gotten awkwardly enough for me it because is. like, I don't want to be at the forefront of all this. Like and I don't want to pretend like I'm like, I don't want to pretend like I'm the guy that, that can be like the power broker and shit. But honestly, when I when I approach content and I'm the only guy who knows what he's fucking doing, like it starts to feel like that might be actually just be the case. I'm not saying like it's I, I try to, to. It's just I, I try to of everything pose. else if you don't. Yeah, ex- exactly. But I and it's you don't want to be like that. But it, I, I try to pose everything from the stance of anyone can do this because literally anyone can do the stuff that we talk about. That's that's the point is like we're supposed to make it accessible and it is as accessible as we say it is. The problem is that no one wants to take the initiative to figure out how to put it together. They'd rather farm Lilith 200 times on very easy solo instead of ever 2000 times, according to a message I saw today. 2000. Yeah. And instead of just teaming up with someone and potentially sharing a drop. Yeah. Oh, well, you might actually try on normal. It might be different. It's always better to team up with people on Lilith. Well, as we always said, once you get to that last drop or two, just team up because, you know, the whole point of soloing is to get you the first few pieces so you're ready for the last few. I mean, it's just, just you can't, it's really painful to solo all of it. It's, you get the worst luck. It's weird how you and I seem to get the set so fast. I know. I even soloed Range how that worked. I, I, I won the RNG there, but we did team up for various pieces and it did work out both yeah. of our favors because you got a few pieces that I already had. Well, That's I continued to, to duo with people. And and to people's credit, Fox, we said that a bunch. I don't think it's been specifically us driving people to do it because I don't think we're that important. I'm not not like, oh, look at us. We're we're changing the tide. As much as we would like to change the tide in this way, because it is for the better. I've seen a few people yell, um, anyone want to team up on Lilith? I don't need some pieces. I need someone because I'm on Thief for Lilith. I want, you know, anyone else want to team up and just take stuff I don't need? I've seen a few of those shouts, actually. And I'm like, I'm very satisfied just to see people doing that because not only does it make more sense to do, and it makes it more efficient to even farm it. Like If you do it faster that way, even if you don't ever go to N, you're still improving the odds of not only you getting stuff, but the other person who doesn't have the stuff that you already have and can't get, getting it. And it just makes more sense to do it that way. So I'm, I'm satisfied when I see that. It's nice. But 
You know, yeah. there's only so much like there's things that go against what we're talking about. There's there's the few oddities that pop up and they know a little better and they're trying and they read the guide of gear to copy. So at least they do something. In this. And we talk shit about the people that read the guide and copy the sets, but at least they do that because as you've seen, that's where we thought the floor was, Fox, for all these episodes talking about like, oh, I just copied the sets in the guide. But the floor goes much lower than that. Yeah. Floor goes so much lower. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. So yeah, I don't know. I I, I want to but yeah, I want to use this this me- this this information positively though. Like I want to try to find a way that maybe this can shape the way that I I try to talk about things on the show or or something like that so that I'm at least speaking to the right floor. I, I think I it's already turned more positive than it was in the start because at the very start it was in the darkest place possible and it's already turned around to what do you do with this? And I think it's already yeah, become mean, more positive we, than that. We definitely talked about rape within like the first 10 minutes of the show. So <laughs> I don't think it gets much darker. You statutory rape apologist. I hope you get nearly Jeez. raped in prison. I would warn your family and friends if I knew them. And quote, what the fucking Vanadil is the darkest timeline. Uh, oh man. Who had that in their bingo cards? Go ahead. I'm sure you'll get a blackout one of these days. Bingo. So, I mean, unless you want to theorize more about how you think it turns out positive, I have other stories to add into this because I had an ambuscade. Oh, well, no, man. You you go for it. I've uh, I've described so many things that I've done lately on that. So what, what was going on with ambuscade? Actually, no, before that, I have someone who popped up in the BG Discord the other day who was curious about Beastmaster. Oh, okay. So... If I have the spot here, give me one second to refine it because it's moved. Here it is. Basically, someone rejoined the game very recently. They haven't played in quite a long time. And they go, so I guess the question now is, since Beast is now just a support job with a pet and decent DPS, is there any point in leveling Beast now if you already got Bard leveled, in parentheses for support, in parentheses, and Sam leveled, in parentheses for DPS, in parentheses, question mark? And I said, it's not a support job. It's a DD with a pet. No. And I said, well, Beast as a DD itself is good for other Odyssey fights like Kalunga or Tier 1 to Tier 2s that don't resist slashing. And they go, well, before I quit, my Beast was 75. I leveled it because I wanted to do things like HKT High um, King Ramper's Tomb solo. I don't know what the H is there. King Ramper. I don't know. What's HKTK? What is that? I don't It's such know. an old acronym. I don't even know. I thought it was like, maybe like King Ramper's Tomb. Like people that you couldn't use. How could talk Hakutaku? <laughs> you could use Beast of Solo Hakutaku. It was painful. I've seen it. Yeah, but, you could do it. Uh, Hakutaku Solo, all Beast Sky, BCNM 40 and 20, when that was big in parentheses, and Solo Slash Loma and other stuff that would usually have taken a much larger party. But from what I've gathered from this conversation, just about every job can do similar things, things now. Uh, especially with trust. So unless there's something I'm missing, I'm trying to determine, there's no periods here. I'm trying, even though the I'm is capitalized, I'm trying to determine why I, lowercase I, should, shouldn't just level it all 75 when I'll have Thief, Sam, Paladin, and Bard at 99. So basically, what sit doing that one of those four isn't slash can't, unlike back when the cap was 75, I could name plenty of things it couldn't do that those four could M parentheses and statement. Um, they, they didn't finish it. I just answered that point, but basically it's just, if beast is just a support job now, why should I even level Beastmaster? Why I have other, I have good jobs now that do things for support in DD. Why would I even want Beastmaster now? If it's just a support job with a pet. 
and it's enjoy a, playing it. This is this is the average kind of mindset I imagine that comes with this game, where it's like I have the strongest DDs and the best support jobs. So why the fuck would I ever play Puppet Master or Beastmaster or any of those other stuff? Honestly, like as a ridiculous Beastmaster who also has like all the jobs, I rarely play it. Um, I enjoy playing Beastmaster. Um, I like the fact that you, you don't have to pigeonhole Beastmaster into a specific role. Like Beast isn't just a DD with a pet, and it's also not just a support job. Like it is what it needs to be in the content that you are about to face. It is a tank sometimes. Um, it is okay, all sorts of things. You, as soon as you said that, that's like a loaded statement. People are going to, as soon as you said that, going to be like, well, okay, yeah, explain so, this to me. So we've already covered like once upon a time, like Counter. what is a tank and what is not a tank, et cetera, et cetera. Like it is exactly what you need it to be when you need it to be that. So like if you need someone who can hold a mob's attention and not die because it has multiple layers of, of damage mitigation that is frankly unreal. Like Beast has an unreal amount of damage mitigation. Um, just from like yeah. uh, having different sets of DT that are heavy armor and counter. And yeah, and you can also or, just you can also um, just bail. Or... Yeah, killer instinct as well. Um, you can actually bail out of any enmity situation snarl. should you need to with snarl. Yeah, like you can do all sorts of really broken things, and you can even do that if you really, really want to. I it, it just doesn't matter. Like, stop thinking about what a job is supposed to do and start thinking about what can I apply this job to in the content it's in. Like I've been playing Black Mage Sub Sam a lot lately, simply because it works. Um, it doesn't mean that it's good. It means you, that it applies to things. Are you using Hasso? Are you just using? Yeah, I'm using Hasso. So was that with Levitin's AM3 and mm-hmm. meleeing stuff, or absolutely, yeah. Okay, okay. What have you been applying that to, Fox? Mostly Omen Farm. Yeah, I can see that kicking ass because you're doing cataclysm. Yeah. Well, you can't do cataclysm with. Can't do cataclysm. No. No, so I just, just I just go through and, and, and raping it with Levitin because of the R15 potency on the uh, Vito. Yeah. Well, I'm not R15 yet. I'm, <gasps> I'm approaching R9. Oh, no. That's why you're losing these fights, Fox. Yeah, clearly. That's the, the, yeah, but, little did yeah, you know it, the call is coming from inside the house. The problem has been you this whole time. Yeah, but I mean, sure. Could I go into Omen on a different job? And like right now I'm doing it on Black Mage because I need cards, right? So there is a reason I'm doing it that way. But I just would have cataclaved. But I don't need to. Fuck the extra cards. Just finish quickly and be done. You'll get plenty of stuff because it's campaign. The, the, the point is, is that, sure, you could do like a higher damage weapon skill or something like that. But do you need to? Like, Levitain one shots everything. I was going to say, with how you're killing them, it's probably just kind of fun to just do it that yeah. way too. It's kind of more relaxing instead of like having to worry about having all these things hitting you, sleeping, and like managing it's all fun. the stuff. It's fun. I can ensure that I, that I complete 100% of objectives because you can complete 100% of objectives regularly as Black Mage. Reliably. Um... Yeah, I just basically get it all done. I get the maximum things completed for maximum cards, and you just maraud through the zone because it one-shots everything but the fairies at the end, in which case I switched to Magzentius. Uh, Fox, uh, would you like a little bit of of an aneurysm? Oh, yeah? Something which is posted in the Mathcanics questions. That's not good. I I used to enjoy when questions popped up in there. Well, this one's about Ninja now. Oh, no. So I haven't thought about Singi Cordy. Singi Cordy. Yeah, that's uh, that's an ability on Sam. Oh, it's Sam's. Okay, I was gonna say I didn't think it was Ninja then. So yeah, I haven't thought about Singi Cordy before that much before. Curious how it interacts with Magic Burst and Magic Burst Two. I thought it was Ninja Magic Bursting with the other one, but that's a different different thing. As my AC kicks on, it's an additional damage source. That's all. Yeah, that's it's the only answer to the question. It's not Magic Burst One or Two. 
it also doesn't i mean okay so people look at the nuke wall the wrong way too because like the question also has to do with the nuke wall it's like can this help in you know it, this sounds like it could be as strong as rake in overcoming the nuke wall so no let me finish it first or i don't know i, I guess yeah wiki says it's 25 percent plus 11 percent from mp head which is about to be increased, of course, uh, of magic burst damage applied yeah. in a separate step from other forms of magic burst bonus. At first, I thought it just meant magic burnish too. Uh, but then the way it was worded made me think of Killer Instinct. And if that's oh, the case, that's actually a good question, frankly. And if that's the it case, is. and if that's the case, <laughs> I don't like your tone, Fox. If that's the case, here we go. If that's the case you're telling. Is it something that counters the nuke wall mathematically? Oh, okay, that's not a good question. Uh, it's, it's a good it's way good, of looking it's, it's at it. It's still good to ask. It is good. It's a good way of looking at it, though. Like if you you can actually uh, you can actually bypass the nuke wall by having a sufficiently high damage nuke. And this is our Discord, so of course we get these good questions. This is a very thoughtful question. This is not a typical question. I've never thought about this samurai ability because I don't play the job. I thought it was ninja at first because Singi Kori is is looks like a ninja. Cool, the one I don't remember that you use before you throw your ninjutsu off. Right yeah. Now. So if you, if you're using it to open, so it's a job ability on ninja, right? And you are not ninja, but samurai. Same. And if you use it to open a, open a skill chain on like your first weapon skill, it provides skill chain damage bonus. Um, but you cap you, so easily now. Uh, exactly. But if you close uh, a skill chain with Singi Kori, it adds magic burst damage bonus Ooh. in that separate step. So it does both those things. But if that doesn't overcap, Black Mage already capped the Magic Burst bonus one. So it has nothing to do with Magic Burst bonus one. It's a separate step. It's oh, separate oh, damage. Okay, it okay. needs to not be look, referred to as Magic Burst bonus. Look, it provides Fox, a bonus to Magic Burst. It's a separate damage step. Yeah, it's you don't you never see it used though because it, it it requires a lot of coordination. Like your samurai has to know what the fuck they're doing for one, and then for two, you're applying it in a fight where you need this one Magic Burst to just be the man. And then afterwards, what you're waiting for a cooldown, I guess. Honestly, like it'd be nice if there's a sustained fight where you need to use it over and this over. This works but. for us in the way we do things because if you are on Black Mage, we can trust Basing or someone on Samurai to do this properly. Yeah. We can trust that, and I think any group yeah. that's coordinated can trust that to be done. Which is this ability is there to be coordinated that way. So, yeah. So like when people, then this is an interesting take on things too because uh, like in the question, um, he's he's specifically saying i'm not sure at what point the calculation gets applied but it seems it must be somewhere that it makes no it makes it no so impressive not so impressive because otherwise it sounds like it would be as strong as rake for overcoming the nuke wall no so rake this is resistance, where, though. that's exactly correct this is increasing so, damage rakes reducing resistance which is a whole different thing so the the it's it's the ends and the means right so at a point, you can actually add so much plus damage percentage that it can overcome the resistance cut that the, the wall would hit you with, right? Yeah. But in theory, that can happen. The problem is, is that this won't get you there. Like, it's not nearly heavy enough for that. You would have to imagine so, if you're going down 50% by force resist from being below 50% resistance value, you need to have more than 100% to overcome that 50%. But, but what, what's important about this, though... And this actually relates to the episode is that this is what the average person sees these things in the equation. And this is actually well thought it's out, like, though, in terms of questioning. Like, this is something, this is a very legitimate way of looking at yeah, something. Yeah, it's a good question. It, it was phrased in a way that's it's actually someone wants to learn more. And this is props to our Discord and, and Mr. Cricket here. This is actually yeah. very, I think it's very good to, 
I was too hard on it from the start, so I apologize, Mister. Yeah, Griffin. this is this is not an aneurysm. Uh, yeah, questions. yeah. I just saw a math when question, I saw and I saw, it was, I saw I saw it was rake magic burst and everything. I'm like, Fox, you want aneurysm? I didn't actually read it fully, so I apologize, Mister. Yeah, Griffin. yeah. You like you, you said that, and then I saw magic burst damage. Yeah, you, like you skimmed it too. Bonus. You didn't read it fully, and you thought it was going to be saw killer instinct. You in saw there, you saw no, it's not it's not rake no, but yeah, no. Yeah. So thank you, Mister Cricket, for asking this question in our Discord because it's actually it's actually a learning chance. It's me having a knee-jerk reaction. Of yeah, I'm so, I'm so, like, this whole episode's got me so used to, like, just being ready to jump to the negative, and that's not what I want to do, so. So many bad questions out there. We do get this a lot is a very of, good we one. do get a lot of bad questions sometimes. Uh, yeah, so, like basically, your, your question gets to get answered live. Um, if you had enough bonuses like this, you could overcome the new ball, but it is unrealistic, and it's my responsibility to tell you that it's unrealistic that that could occur. Uh, because we simply don't have enough of these bonuses. I mean, I don't know math, Fox, but I know if you drop 50%, you need 100% to reach back to zero. So, yep. I mean, since you're only adding 36% here before it goes up with Empyrean, you're not, if you're getting a force resist yeah. here, rake would definitely be above that. If you're not, for, then you're for not people who don't like resist. percentages, if you, if, you, if you go down to half a thing, you need twice that thing in order to go back to normal. And that's what it means to go down by 50% and then have to be raised by 100. So. That's why if you lose 25% of yeah. your stock value Hands in a day and you go up like 25% the next day, you have not gained everything back. No, you have not. And it, it looks, that it looks like a positive. Market and everyone's excited. It's like, oh, I gained everything back. I lost 25 yesterday and I'm up 25 today. It's like, no, yeah, you're but not compared to when, down by 25. Yeah, it has to be compared to when. The next day. It has to like be in context. Day. Weird. Context is important. Uh, yeah, but that's actually a good line of thinking. Maybe someday we'll have enough buffs to be strong enough to do that that way and just completely overcome the nuke wall by doing insanely broken things like this. Uh, also, I'm not sure if that magic burst bonus, I'd have to look at it again, uh, that Sengagori provides. I'm not sure if it applies to only the next nuke or all nukes, at which point it actually wouldn't help with the resist wall at all because that first already boosted nuke would be the nuke that receives it. But I'm not sure that's how it works, so don't take me at face value on that. I'd have to look into it. But that's like the extra deep answer to that question. If it applies to all nukes, though, you're you're on the right path for sure. Let's see. What was I, what was I thinking of before we were talking and, about? And also, specifically, this question was counting the nuke wall. The nuke wall is going to be that extra 60% and 30% for a subsequent nuke of damage right away. I think it's just maybe 30, but it's definitely, I think it's 60, then 30 for every subsequent nuke. So. Yeah. Um, but people think about it in terms not, of these things. Yeah. Like a lot of people will compare something like this to being as strong as rake. And what they mean is, does this increase the damage as much as the presence of rake would, even though um, they aren't actually similar terms being used? Because what what can end up happening is people will will start to see these things as interchangeable, even though they're not. Like this is not interchangeable with rake, but the comparison makes it seem like that's okay, trying so, to be the case. Um. Okay, so the way the nuke wall works is the first uh, of the subsequent is minus 30% damage and all further ones after that within five seconds deal minus 60% damage and rake just turns all of them to 30%. Mm -hmm. So I had a, a kind of backwards actually, but that's, that's the way that works. So rake reduces the subsequent penalties by half, but it's not, you're not yeah. getting that extra. It's not go around the nuke yeah. wall, no. And uh, the, the reason this, this matters, especially for like black mages, um, particularly like in Ongo's case, is a lot of times you're actually hitting for more than cap damage. So other players can actually nuke when you're nuking. And if you're still hitting cap damage afterwards, it's because you're actually doing like 130k damage instead. And you're actually being reduced by 30% instead of like 60, etc. Because you still haven't let that cooldown elapse. So yeah, that's uh, that's 
what's going on there. There's a lot of really weird things that happen when it comes to dealing with cap damage and damage reduction and stuff. Yeah, so basically the answer to the question is you get more damage before the cut, but you still have that 30 to 60% cut afterwards. Yep, still exists. So in general, it's great to use. I don't think you really have too many people nuking unless it's a nuke-oriented fight and you're not taking Sam to Ango, so there's not many things people do anymore in this uh-huh. game that would be a thing. It's important coming up because we don't know what V25 is going to hold for us. Well, you're going to have, and you're, and you can't give up Gambit and Rake and whatever and having a someone no, tank that takes thunder damage resistance. You can't have a samurai up there like that. You might be able Who's to. Gonna hold Who the, knows? Who's going to hold the yeah, it's the Sam? Uh, the Black Mage. But the, um, mm. but the thing that matters here is, uh, well, yeah, you'll just use Mono Wall. Yeah. But um, the, the thing that matters here is like we don't know what's going to be required to like fight V25. So like thinking about ways to improve damage through maybe better party setups is a pretty strong way of doing it. Like if a Sam runs in there and uses Yegasumi, um, they're not really going to take any damage from these mobs and you're going to be able to go ham. So maybe you can do Yagasumi stuff in a, in a strong burst window, like after Sforza. Well, think about it too. If the Sam's there, the Sam's going to be number two in the hate list probably, right? Unless the Black Mage has done enough damage, even though Magic Burst produces them he gained. It's, I don't know if the Black Mage will be number two. All the, all the Black Mage has to do is just continuously stun, stun the mob. And then yeah, if but you keep, keep on a wall hate. up, they will keep losing hate. But uh, it, even if it's bouncing, it still makes it easy for the healer, right? I guess. So, I, there, there's, there's, there's. Good you have to imagine though, if if the hate's not on the black mage, the rune fencer doing foil should have number two hate because it should be able to also flash it when it goes into the black mage. You'd think, yeah. So if they're not, if, the, if it's going to the black mage, it should be able to flash. Well, no, they have hate on them from the any of them, they won't get hate at all. And there are so old strategies. Get hate besides that, probably the board. The interesting thing about this is there are old strategies that actually use a Yoichi, Yoichi Nayumi on a samurai or even a ranger yeah. to uh, do the skill chain. So the the samurai could go in for a quick burst where it sets up maybe a, a Sengakori um, skill chain, right? And then, or even just use a Sengakori with, uh, with Yoichi and uh, can also use like Yegasumi to like do some bursts, like right when you would go to apply all of your bolster and your, uh, and your, uh, your rake. What do you sorcery. think the setup would be in this case? You're going to ditch the core. You're going to go Bard, Black Mage, Scholar, Geo, Rune Fencer, Sam. That's six. Possibly. So you're going to ditch a core? It could Possibly. theoretically work, but would it be better? I mean, well, think about what the core is really doing, though. Earthshot and uh, sure. giving the Rune Fencer Sam's role to do skill chains, which is important. Maybe. Maybe. If, in this case, the Sam be doing it, so you wouldn't need this the, that role, but... And you could still have the Rune Fencer participate in at least one of the skill chains out of the The core, level. The core is probably the least impactful role. Um, sure, you can argue that you have random deals and wild cards that are important. Well, yeah, how are you going to without random deal? How are you going to keep using Mono Wall? That's a good point, too. Yeah. Maybe maybe you just have to kill it in five minutes. <laughs> Not happening at V25, my friend. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the bard just has a better job at holding it. Because still, the thing is... If you're capitalizing more on the rake that exists and the scholar and the geo are also nuking along on higher damage um, skill trade bonuses, like there's there's a chance that you might actually be able to burst it down. Singing Cory with rake on means you're still doing you know a large damage boost afterwards with the skill chain yeah. boost from Singing Cory with you know with rake on to reduce that damage cut from having everyone nuke at once. It'd still be a big gain. Yeah, with basically no no real penalty. It could theoretically work. Yeah, That's but I mean, actually. there's there's a lot Yoichi of there's a lot of things returns. that can go wrong though. Yeah, Yoichi Sam returns, or even just Yegasumi run in there with a Katana Sam, because uh, Yegasumi is going to eat a lot of the bullshit that and happens. And the, the accuracy requirement's low. You won't need to have accuracy buffs. 
Yep. The only problem is going to be the spell, though, from the Hongo, which happens later on, so you can at least fall back to Yoichi later on. Yeah. So, I mean, it really just depends. Um, who knows what you'd be able to cut from the fight, though? Like, maybe you can actually just cut the bard. Because, really, core is super important for Sam and Chaos, and since you're not using physical attacks, Chaos out the window, and that's a lot of uh, core's appeal here. Yeah, it's like it's like Sam and, like, maybe magic attack bonus or magic accuracy. Because the earth shot's nice at all, and uh, honestly, otherwise, the course is to do skill chains. So if you're replacing skill chains and don't need to have Sam's roll on everyone else, because like you don't need tons of TP now on the on the black mage with Sam's roll, with, you just uh, don't need it. With master levels, I'm not actually not that sold on the bard, honestly. Mm, you want the haste for not only skill chaining, but also just for having Tabula. recasts up on. On, I mean, you you do yeah, have you do have tabula rasa, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the bard's yeah. holding the end though too, so. Sometimes. Because with master levels, yeah, the int's not necessary anymore. So Sometimes it's not. I mean, at this point, it's kind of the mini at this point, too. Yeah. I would much rather see a samurai try to hold the ad because you could at least Sagan tank it. Yeah, that would also be a thing, but you're not doing anything to generate hate on that ad, so. No, but you might just be second on the hate list anyway. If you never touch the mob, yeah, that would work. If you're second, yeah, you can even you can even like holding it, that'd be fine. You, you can even do stupid things like randomly blade bash. You, you could even know. if you're getting rid of at this point. Honestly, I would get rid of if you're having the Sam second in the hate list and you had the mob on them, which would definitely work because of how third eye can be. Yeah, used fuck in this the space. bard. Fuck the bard and keep the core. Yeah, that would be actually at least rather you interesting. Get resets. Yeah, because master levels are going to help us push through the uh, the int difference that the uh, the bard is helping us make. And, and you can't have you can't have um, tabula rasa the spell, but you do only have it for like six or so minutes. Uh, well, you would have it for seven minutes and then you can reapply it before it's done. You have it for about nine minutes, which is almost the entire fight. Yeah, that is actually, yeah. And especially if you get lucky with the wild card and maybe just finishing off too. The finishing you off can reset it, yeah. yeah. So also another problem I see happening here is if you don't have the bard and stuff or ballad and you will have refresh from the rune fencer at least, but I, I do think using a staff is more appropriate with having a better, like all these sets yeah, I'm seeing absolutely. and like the black mage guys recently bumped are like, yeah, but we're so over Captain Magic Burst one of these sets. Yeah. Cause you're using... The Bunsies rod in every set, and I don't think you should be using the Bunsies rod, honestly. Yeah, you don't need it as much with master levels. With, with master levels, especially all this extra into everyone's talking about, you don't. I, I would just keep a staff and Merker and everything. That's a much more efficient use in Ongo, I, I believe, because when we were doing it, we're having our staff, um, the Black Mage use the stupid Bunsies rod, and they're like buying vile elixirs. They're using other ethers and stuff. It's like it was ridiculous. And then they've been using staff ever since, even for V twenty, and the damage is there. And it's really not that different, and they have no MP issues because they have Merker whenever they want it. Yeah. But, I mean, this is all, like, really heavy theory craft. Like, you, of course, would have to iron it all out and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, there may be ways to substitute jobs that you wouldn't think were replaceable before. But you really have to kind of look at, like, what are they actually adding to the fight? And this, so. the theory crafting here to test this out, because we know it works already, but we don't also know what's going to be 25. And you could still do it this way anyway and not take these other jobs. Yeah. Carrot made a Yuichi for this. She'd probably be fine to use it again, but she'd also have to carry Honestly, it again. Honestly, the samurai for two seconds. I think I think Yegasumi is an excellent use of uh, it's an excellent use of Yegasumi to do that. Like right when you're starting to bolster and everything after it's done, uh, Sforzo, because like you want to consolidate all your damage right there, so you might as well have the Sam just crank that shit out. Crank that Yegasumi boy. Yeah, it'll give him a reason to use Rana with a straight face. Samurai up in this oh, because no no samurai likes to use Tachi Rana. And Sam's gonna get hit with paralyzing through that stanky leg. Yeah, that's uh, maybe uh, Yegasumi just eats the. Uh, that's why the scholar's there because you can still get Helix up for cap damage with light arts. So yeah, 
But, but Yegasumi's broken, so... That's another thing, too. When it comes to scholars playing, they just won't cast certain things like uh, a nuke in Light Arts, and you really can. You, you can. Yeah, I actually uh, I actually use my Helixes in Light Arts all the time. Yeah, there's no reason not to, and I, I think that's a play style thing that's not touched on with Scholar. But we haven't done Scholar episodes, so... You still have a D skill, so, I mean, there's, like, a, a decent chance... When you're magic bursting, too, your magic accuracy, that D skill is not a big factor. But the point is, in, in, in that particular fight, though, is that you're, you're, you're aware that the D skill is there, but you won't have to do it very often. So you might as well use your, you burn your enlightenment for this because it optimizes both schools for like a single cast and gives you a huge int bonus too, which and is I, great. I'd be fine, honestly, with the GM nuking and the scholar still focusing on the same here and having those two nuke instead of having the scholar geo and black mage nuke. I, I think that just that having two nuke would be sufficient. Well, during Yegasumi, this, this is, Sam doesn't have to care about shit. Yeah, but it still gets paralyzed, right? No. Oh, it just avoids everything. That's right. Yeah, it just straight up avoids all the TP attacks and gets that's converted about 45 to 45 seconds, though, so... 45 seconds, yeah, which yeah. is about that's as... That's going to be as long as your subtle sorcery, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, you're already pissing a bunch of damage in there. You might as well, you know, just make a crazy source of it. So who knows? I'm surprised people haven't tried that, honestly. Well, like, I would... In that situation, I would switch... <laughs> right? I, w- I would switch to uh, the Aeonic Katana and actually just go in there and make those skill chains that way and then go fall back to Yoichi when uh, Yegasumi's done. Yeah, when you get lower on, I would pull back because you get. Yeah, because the, the Sam's not doing the damage. The Sam is enabling the damage. It could also be a problem that the Sam taking damage too when the spell goes off and removes Valiance because Valiance will keep you covered up there, but you're not going to have any sort of bar spell, and there's no Carol. So. Yeah, but it's a small window where you would be up there. Yeah, and it's a protected window. Oh, you're saying then, only like, go up when you when Yakasumi's on, and that's, yeah, okay, and if it gets oh, okay. reset, they, you can do it again. Until it was like you know halfway. Gives the the rune fencer um, a really good use of one for all. Yeah, um, all sorts and valiance of stuff. as well. The, the coverage from those two lament valiance and assuming yep. you're using you know, lament with apple tree, but the valiance and one for all is is what like like three four minutes. Theoretically, it sounds really good. I think it's four minutes. But that's a lot of coverage, frankly. Yeah, with random deal, forget it. It's way longer than the sam would need in that situation. That's for sure. Also, I mean, you'd kind of not want to have, because you're going to want to use random deal to reset raking gambit, so you don't want to give it up for those. Oh, yeah, of course. Maybe Yeah, the like the, the more, the the more you time. reset rake, like the, the higher your chance of winning an ongoing yeah. fight is. So, I mean, so. you can save it until uh, we usually wildcard after we do the random deal and everything goes on, subtle sorcery, then we wildcard. So you could, you could save it. Uh, I, we do valiance and everything right before that happens. So you could save going in until that happens, because when that's on, even later on, you'll be fine. Sure. At least the Yoichi is there in this case. So, basically, the the idea is sound. Whether or not it works is a whole other story. It, it would take um, some testing. Yep, I think it for the most part should be fine. I had an ambuscade. I I've never I've never really been sold on the bard in that fight. Honestly, it seems very underwhelming. Bard's mo- biggest use to me was using mini to take a beating from the bird. So. From the bird, yeah. I mean, it's nice to have because you're going to use like quake two and stuff. Otherwise, if you don't have haste, well, they, I mean, it's still just. You're going to cap with Embrava and everything, too. So, yeah, the Bard is the most underwhelming in that fight. I don't know if you're going to cap with Embrava, but you'll come pretty close. The Embrava and Haste is going to keep you a little shy. I think it's like 29% plus 15, so you're going to be at like you know 35-ish out of the 30. Just make sure you grab the, when pro- the Valiance when possible and yeah. get the fast cast. Yeah, everyone runs up to reset during that wild card, so you're not going to get Valiance mm-hmm. then wild card, so they will have it. Just it, adds, it adds more coordination required for the fight, but I think it'll be a bigger payoff. And I, but anyway, we talked about it on and go yeah, for a while. Yeah. And it still well, might be fun just burning valiance at the very start anyway. 
What's up with your ambuscade? So I joined an ambuscade last night. I, I wanted to sit down and work on the glass tables. I actually worked on some today. As I said, I have two left out of the nine, da 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 yada, yada, yada. So I was sitting there last night, and there was a yell for ambuscade, volume one VD, five out of six. Need a good red mage, they said. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know what? I'm on Black Mage. I just did a master level burn. I'm now master level 35 on Black Mage. So I, I've been grinding, yeah. and, and we're not going to talk about that master level party, Fox, because some things did happen. We had to kick someone things off the Things definitely things, happened. Things happened. They didn't get kicked off it. It was just someone else volunteered to step up. It was just, like, Carrot did a very good job when she was on Paladin, so I'm spoiled. She, like, she, she did a very good job, and she never plays it, and I just, she, she, my wife is good at this game. So... Even when she doesn't give a shit, she still finds a way to manage to be good. So I'm on Black Mage. I get off it, and I send a tell. I'm like, you know, you don't have to take a Red Mage. I can come on Puppet Master and hold those two mobs, and we can beat it up and be fine. And I get a tell back, oh, really? And I go, yeah, of course. I've done it before. It's fine. It's easy. I'm like, oh. And they ask the group. They go, sorry, group only wants a pro Red Mage. Sorry. I go, well, just tell them an R15 DD. That always works, right? That's what I said. <laughs> I didn't get an answer back, and they went in, so they got the Red Mage. They were shouting for a while. I'm like, well, let me just... I'm, I, I, I want to do these tables. I don't want to fuck around, but I also want to play Puppet Master. It's a chance to do that. I have fun. Yeah. Still the Goblins for a few more days. Fuck it. I joined. Well, I didn't join until... I said later they auto-invited me. But I go, okay. Then someone else yells, and for Volume 1 VDD, and I go, oh, Pup. And they go, very good, except you were the second tell. Sorry. And I'm like, whatever. So I go back to the tables. I don't even look at my screen. Next thing I know, I'm in a party, and they're entering. And I'm like, what the, what the, I, I was on pup and geared at this point, but I was like sub monk. I wasn't prepared to hold another mob. You know, like it was not, I was not prepared for this, but I changed my automaton and everything. It was not ready. So, and so they invite me to this. And so my, my enjoyment went right away to just not enjoying. So they join, I, I get invited the red mage is in the group. So it's like, why am I on pup? What am I doing? Am I just like, I, I was thought I was going to hold these mobs. What are the red mage here for? So I try to hold them anyway. So I'll go, okay, Red Mage, just go help them and fight and do whatever. And, and just, they'll kill it, and I'll hold my mobs, and I'll skill, skill chain kill my mobs. I think it's more efficient. I'll just do it this way, whatever. I don't give any more directives, this and that. I assume everyone else knows what's going on. Spoiler alert, they don't know what's going on. So yeah. it's, it's Monk, War, Pup, Bard, Core, Red Mage. Oh, no, um, there's a Core. Hold on, hold on. There's always a Core. The, white, the Warrior left how I came. So it was a Monk, Pup, Core, Bard, um, White Mage, and the Red Mage. So that's six. The, the Warrior was there, and they okay. left. So the oh, warrior, wow. the Red Mage runs in and binds and aggroes everything somehow because for some reason they bind at a range and aggroes everything when it doesn't aggro anyone else I've ever seen. So I guess for some reason they're special. There's even remarks about I've never seen an aggro. It shouldn't be aggroing you. And everyone's like, I'm confused why it's aggroing you. And like, I'm not used to that or whatever. So... Things happen. We start with a white mage who's giving bar fire and bar blind. And I say in party, I'm not trying to take over anything, but I go, can I have bar power instead, please? Because I don't know bar what this lizard. bar blind is. And it's like on for like four minutes or something. I don't know why I have bar blind. Can I get something else? They don't say anything. They don't do anything. The fight starts with a bind anyway, and I send my puppet to hold one. And I try to go at the other one, and I can't provoke it because I'm the wrong sub. Great. So I get hate on it for a second, and I go to pull it away, and then the guy does war cry. Uh, so now I've lost hate again because of Warcry at everyone in the party as I was trying to run away and get the aura of everything and meanwhile the white mage is doing nothing not carrying anyone never taking anything like just standing there doing nothing and the red mage has done bind on one mob 
and is now standing there doing nothing either. No cures, no nothing. Red Mage is standing there in his Crocia Moors, capped, standing there, doing right. doing nothing. As Red Mages do. As they do. Not what you do in Red Mage. So, needless to say, we'd lose. The Fry Pan kills the White Mage because the aura is on. No one's cared. Out of curiosity, do you remember the, the, the name? Just send it to me in Discord. I want to see something. It was Dark Something. Oh, never mind. Dark something. Uh, as soon as I saw dark, I stopped reading because that's that's. Don't there's a red mage that that I'm familiar with that was trying to do Odyssey or not Odyssey uh, Ambuscade of the night. And I, I thought it was the same one. So apparently, okay. this guy believed me enough to invite me, and then things fall apart, and I have a bad showing because just it did not go right at the start. And part of it was my fault. It was not Sub Warrior, and just like I almost finished my like going again, and I forgot to change subject. I was changing puppets, and that I thought I changed subject. I didn't. I go in again. We have trouble and. Like the white mage does get kicked at this point because they didn't do anything. They're standing on top of everyone. Everyone dies to the goblin bomber. It's like, okay, that's great. Here we go again. I almost killed my mob, but because I didn't get bar para at the very end, I was going to close the skill chain, but kept getting paralyzed. And I would have killed my own mob. And we're talking me killing a mob solo, and they got like the Don to 80% with all of them fighting. So I'm able to kill my mob almost without the paralyze. I was one weapon skill away, and they get the Don to like just. Wait, how did they not kill the Don? They couldn't kill the Don. They couldn't kill the Don. The Corsair has a Nagling and a Torrid offhand, and you're using a Holiday and a Bleeding Mantle and Rajas Ring. So the rest is like oh. uh, Malignant's gear. Well, I mean, they probably got a lot of accuracy from the Nagling and the Torrid. Yeah, but they are not... They're doing... Put it this way, that failed run, I did like 38% of the parse, and they did about oh, no. 8% of the parse on Corsair to the Don... They have D on their mob. I don't. These, this, and that. Like, there's, this, they should have, like, they didn't, consistently through the runs, they did no damage, basically. Mm-hmm. I also, the monk was R15, Vera, and everything going on. Like, the monk seemed geared. I don't think when they were using Tornado Kick, they switched the God Hands because right. it, they should have easily they probably had their AM3 up. They should have yeah. easily outparsed me. They should not be building this capped AM3 in this fight. Definitely not with Vera. Oh, but they should have outparsed yeah. me easily on Monk, and I was winning every failed fight. And even the fights we won, I still outparsed them with... I actually just switched to God Hands and Spam Howling Fist. Because I decided yeah, to go... I do. I decided... Because like, everything's going that's wrong. That's what I did on Pub. Everything's going wrong, and they just wanted to disband the party after the first loss. I go, I go, okay, guys, sorry, that was my fault. I apologize. I didn't want a bad showing up puppet master. I want to show you guys that can do it. You know, I didn't want it to go wrong. Don't everyone leave. I'll just change sub jobs. We'll make this all work. Da, 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 da. So yeah. the, the white mage leaves because they don't care and they're horrible. We're placing with someone who actually knows what they're doing. So we okay. thought. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> this one also killed us with the bomb. And then they had to be told to stand away. So they actually listened to that. There was, we, there was like six dead runs in a row. How is that hard to figure out? They, the, it was assumed, the leader didn't give any instructions at all. I'm saying things here and there, but I don't want to lead this. As you, I don't want to lead this. So I don't want to sit there and just give instructions. I'm like, I'm giving little things here and there, saying give Barpara this and that, please. You know, stand away, don't let the bomb kill you. Like I'm giving these, like I'm giving the gist of the instructions, but I'm not giving everything, which honestly should have been enough. But so they finally stand away in this and in this and that, but they don't have the DPS. They just don't. This red mage does nothing. They didn't care at all. And we we liked like third or fourth time, and I said the the leader at this point is like we should just kick this fucking red mage. They suck, and I'm like they do suck. And I say in part I go okay guys we're gonna try this again. And the red mage's name is Dark whatever. I say and Dark something is gonna show us why they belong in this group and shouldn't be kicked. 
<laughs> Excellent. They're going to show us why they belong in this group and why they can really do this and, and we can succeed because they're going to really try this time, is what I said. To which he responded by dropping parties. They didn't say anything. But they did try instead of caring. Long story short, the Red Mage had to go. Because it just the DPS was not there. The core wasn't doing the damage. They were doing single digits. The monk Everyone was, should was be doing do well. The bard isn't doing damage. Like it's just it's just not happening. One monk is not going to do this. It probably could. At that point, I also joined the fight, so it's me and the monk, and I'm out parsing the monk to spamming howling fist, which should not be. I mean, the white mage is probably going to die like one or two more times, but like I'm pretty sure a single DD could absolutely do this. Should yeah, because when I joined yeah. the fight, we actually started beating it up pretty quickly. But then there is a problem. You know what the next problem was, Fox? A fight we would have won on VD, but you know what happened? Did they all get together and start the, the leader of the group, who's the monk, didn't know the strategy, apparently. After all oh, these no. losses, and we like we got to the point where we outlined the whole strategy, basically, here and there. Like Everyone was kind of like on the right page, I thought, at least. I thought. Uh -oh. So we go in, this would have been an easy win, because I go, okay, I, I tell the party, I go, we're going to go back to Red Mage Binding, it's not working this way, it's, it's cool and all, but we're going we're gonna to change strategies here. Red Mage will go back to Binding, because we know that'll work, and I'm going to change subs to you know dragoon or whatever and i'm gonna go with the white mage puppet instead of the puppet holding it and i'm gonna go full ham on the on the dom with you guys i'm gonna spam my howling fist we're gonna kill it whatever so i do that and it's fine except so the red mage goes and binds everything and i can't provoke now because i'm sub dragoon just to spam howling fist and be you know i should just say sub warrior but i went sub dragoon to just do all the deeps i can do i'm trying to maximize uh -huh. my potential as a damage dealer so the monk has hate. Both mobs are bound. And and aura is on. And the monk has hate, and I can't pull it off him because when aura is on, you can't do much damage. And he's provoked and done war cry, whatever the hell. So, That's excellent. The monk should have hate. Great. That sounds great. They should, so they have counter. But counter aura is on. Yeah. I'm not pulling it away. And I'm saying in party chat, pull it away from the mobs. Oh no. Pull it away from the mobs. Pull it away. And then I start spamming. I put this in the trash channel. I started spamming and auto translate. Pull back, pull back, pull back. I think I sent it 15 times in a row. Pull back, pull back. The mobs have now come unbound at this point now. And now things are going chaotic. The Red Mage is trying to rebind them, whatever, whatever. <laughs> They're showing that they belong in this group. They're actually doing it this time. And the Red Mage dies because they're running on binding constantly because aura is on. It's, it's just tough. And the whole time. I'm saying pull back, pull back, pull back. And they finally, I get hate and pull it back. Aura's off. We get it down to like 15%. And everything comes unbombed because the Red Mage in this chaos has died. And the White Mage is dying from the bomber. And the White Mage is re-raising and not raising the Red Mage, who didn't have re-raise on. Oh, this party chat is hilarious. Yeah, you see it. You see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I pulled it up in the trash. You know, this, 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 this chat is hilarious. You see it. My brother in Christ, pull back. I, I, said, I said, yeah, fucking Christ, pull it's back. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> and we finally get it pulled back. We almost killed the mob. It would have been a win because there's like literally five minutes or so. It almost has passed at this point. Not a good amount of time. It would have already won. So we pull back and I'm trying to kill it. And then the Red Mage is dead now. And eventually we're getting it down. It's almost dead. The binds all come off. Auras are on. We can't do anything. The people start dying. Everyone dies. And I go, so what did we learn? And the guy goes, I guess pull it back. And I go, yes. And he, apparently he didn't know that the auras only come off when you pull it away from each other. Which, after you all these fights... You couldn't be bothered to know that an aura just showed up. It was known yeah. through all these fights. The very start when one was on it, and we discussed the auras on the next to each other. We discussed this in party chat. We talked about this. We had to pull them away from each other. And the whole time, this R15 Mr. Pro 
didn't know to pull it back. And it was the worst because it was the best run we had had. We would have won. And it was like, I lost like 6,000 master points at this point in a job I don't go to get master points on. Which, by the way, next month they're getting rid of, which is, I think, a good a good thing so I could enjoy myself and not lose hours worth of solo master points on pup because I don't hate we burn pup. Well, I mean, one less event where I'm murdered for my effort and, you know, lose something in. So, so we eventually get a different white mage, whatever. We we do a D and win, yippee skippy, we win. And we do one VD and win and, and that and then we do a VD and lose. And I'm like, I'm going to bed now, guys. I've had it with this. Like, you know, it's just we did our VD, we won. Congratulations, everyone. You're all winners. And like meanwhile, the Corsair is someone known, so I'm not gonna say their name. But because I'm also cool with them. Not like I don't have any animosity towards them. I mean, I'm not we're not friends. I don't know them, but sure. I, I know of them and I'm, we're fine. But they sent me to tell, like, the Corsair guys don't even update. I put in the in the trash channel too. The Corsair guys don't even update, so they don't even know what I could do. <laughs> so, so I'm like, what? Like, what? That's not true. The only Corsair guys and anything update is in the job guide section of BG. It's there. And people were like commenting, like, yeah, the Corsair guys update. I don't know what they're talking about. But then it's they they go AFK abruptly before the last one before we give up, and they go, sorry guys, my dad's TV broke. And I had to fix it for him, and I sent him a party. Because I've had it, they go, maybe your dad can fix your Corsair. Wow. And at the very end, before we, we call it, the leader goes, what job can I get to, to help this group? And I said, a therapist. I see that. It was, it was, I tweeted that therapist part because I thought it was pretty good. That's pretty but good, yeah. I had, I had a decent enough time on Pup, and it was nice enough to try. Like, like at least I said, at the very end when we were leaving, I go, thank you for inviting me, guys, give me a chance. I'm sorry it didn't all work out perfectly. I hope there was a good showing about why Puppet Master is okay. Like I said, a few things like that. And I go, thank you for inviting me. I hope everyone was okay and had fun and this and that. And they go, thank you, OP Pup or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. But you know, that they're, was... they're going to remember, though, that the, the, the group that deviated from the, the norm and used the Pup was the one that lost. <laughs> yeah. But I did the most damage every part. <laughs> I was winning the part. Which is fine. Like... And the Pup was healing me and taking off my Paralyze, which no one else was doing because I'm trying to spam Remedies, but you still get Paralyzed. Pups do some ra- some real howling fists. Yeah, like, I was I'm doing, not surprised doing that you did a lot of damage. And the, and the puppet, damage too. the puppet was perfect in this case. The puppet also was healing yeah. people because the white mage was dead. The puppet was healing people and taking off paralyzed and using a race. I'm like, yes, puppet. So I'm I'm better than a monk in this case. But it was that was that was a thing because I was like, I'm telling him like we don't need a red mage because they're the warrior they had since we we you know if we didn't have the red mage, the, having a warrior would have been enough with a nagle and everything just to do the damage and kill a don. If they invited me to that first group, I I believe we would have actually won or at least done much better and we would have been fine. But since we had this deadweight red mage at this point, who just stands there afterwards, or just we had to go back to the binding strategy, which was not what makes pup better for this group because I could have come any DD. I mean, at least I did the damage at this point. So being on Puppet doing damage, at least I'm as good as that warrior they would have had, I suppose. But just, I wanted to make it so you had the extra DD where I'm killing a goblin and you guys are finishing a Don and everything's hunky-dory and you don't need bind. Because we talked about how that works and, and on this and all this excitement about taking Pup this month and the job in general. And it's just like, I want to do that because that's cool. It shows people the job and, and like one of the unique things suited to it. And I got to play with some average players, but then... As you do, uh, just things fall apart regularly in this game, which is the importance of knowing because it's one thing to just read the wiki, which helps a lot. Do that. It's one thing to read the the auction house chat on the, on, the, on this month and strategies. That also helps a lot. Do that. You can watch videos. I'm not into videos. I don't know what's great. Some of them are old too. Maybe the fights change somewhat, but and times have changed and gear and stuff. 
So do that, but you have to actually, when everything goes wrong and you're you're in this whole average shit show that you encounter in this game, you have to actually know a little bit about at least what your job should be, but at least how things should be going and paying attention. Because if, if I'm focusing on my stuff on pub, which is two mobs and doing skill chains, and I'm not next to people doing the Don, like if you don't see the Red Mage not doing anything at all, <laughs> they, they could have also helped the DPS if they're just mob. If they're not doing anything at all, you know that's not right. And if your group's failing, you have to start identifying these points. You know, I like checking people because is it the Corsair's fault they're doing 8% of the parse instead of double with that because they could have done... You know, losing TP bonus and all these things, it's important, but they're not the defining reason we're losing. Would having a stronger core help? Yes. But identifying these points of weakness, having a white mage that has no proper buffs and isn't caring or doing anything and is standing on the group and killing them from the gob bomb, that's also a big point of failure. And some runs that would have been won also were caused, but like you have to identify these certain points in these groups. And when you can identify them, you can fix them and you can succeed and then something that's failures and seems difficult becomes very easy. Yeah. That was my ambuscade. That was your ambuscade. Yep. I guess uh, next month is remove. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you go to the thief. I get them to spoil or uh, steal with uh, aura steel and take off the spikes. Yeah. Or paladin again. But I think thief's cool. Yeah. Just bring a bunch of corsairs and shot it to death. I wonder if they're going to patch that. Maybe. You know they're going to patch it this month too because they have been patching stuff. Everyone. Yeah, they've been doing stuff to try to make it harder and slightly easier somehow because the goblins didn't hit as hard this month as they used to. Yeah, I was able to like I could the Dark Knight hit too hard. It was like 300 something to hit and it was it was a problem. Yeah. But the the warrior with the Kraken Club, I was able to tank would just regen the whole time. My HP started going down to like 1,900 as it got lower. And when I, I held on around 1,000 the whole time and I could always roll reversal with the puppet. So I was fine to not like my whole thing was not have to be taken care of. Like I, I put on a DT set with a few pieces of counter and I was countering the warrior. And it was fine because he has a cracking club that hits pretty low. So if I had gotten Phalanx 2 from the Red Mage, I would have been perfectly fine. But I didn't get Phalanx 2 from the Red Mage, which I should have gotten. Would have been probably perfectly fine in HP. Wouldn't have gotten that low at all. But still, just uh, also identifying that mobs hit differently and that, you know, Ambuscade is important. Because if I'm dying to the Dark Knight and not dying to the Warrior, then I, I should switch to the, to the Warrior. Actually, no, the Dark Knight is the one with the Kraken Club because he uses the TP drain ability. The Warrior is the one with the Greatsword. I keep thinking the Dark Knight is Greatsword because Dark Knight is Greatsword. So the Red Goblin is the one I'm talking about hits a lot less than the Warrior, the Iron Steel Flace Goblin that was hitting for a lot of damage and will kill me if I'm trying to hold, solo hold him with whatever shenanigans happen. They're like Mighty Strikes Goblin Rush and kill me or some nonsense. But the, the Dark Knight with the Kraken Club doesn't kill me at all. Even with his Dread Spikes doesn't hurt me much and his TP drain is kind of annoying and that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, the only time I've been DD in that fight, I was on Ninja, and a, apparently there were problems, and I didn't realize because I was on Ninja. So, and being on certain jobs, you don't get to see where some of the problems yeah, are. Yeah, you just don't have to so care. You just don't get. To, you don't <laughs> notice them because you're not around them because you're removed from a different part of the fight. Yeah, when you when you're on a job like Ninja, you don't really care about most mechanics. <laughs> I've, I've seen where <laughs> I think one time we won a fight, maybe last month, where things went wrong because just no one was doing like no one like separated something. Maybe it was even this month where things weren't separated. And you're like, why is everyone dying around me as you're casting shadows? And you're just it killing. It was this month. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, was just right killing at the beginning it. Of this, we killed this the Dom, but you had the two warriors of the aura on you that the Dom was dead. And everyone's like, we're like, we didn't separate them. And like, you just didn't even care it was on you. I don't think it you were paying so attention. Funny. You didn't care about the aura. You were that link shell in this case. You didn't notice the aura was up. And you just kept fighting anyway. And, and like, everyone was dead around you from fry pan killing them for a lot of damage from the aura. And you're just like, well, why is everyone dying? I'm going to solo this now. Yeah, I just killed him. So that was, that was, yeah. That's cool. 
Well, I mean, we were at the point where like the other mob meandered over to me and I couldn't separate them because I was by myself. Yeah, well, eventually you're by yourself. I was like, well, let me put Mingawari up real quick. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Hey, kids, you should go level ninja. It's hilarious. Oh, man, now that group is trying to get me to pop everybody for them. They want you to pop everybody for them. Yeah, I have a feeling that no one is prepared for that fight at all. Uh, based on what do... you said, I, even V Zero would be an insurmountable challenge for them. But if you want to go waste your time, you I mean, do you have a three times bonus? You're going to lose or no? I honestly don't care about my three times bonus anymore. But I'm not going to do it for them. Oh, okay. Oh, so they just want to use you to yeah, get their stuff. Uh, my, yeah, I basically said that that they need to build a group to be ready for the fights so that way they can experience everything that leads up to them. To be fair, in their gear, doing V Zero everything tier one and two. With for the they most part to. outside yeah, of maybe Henwin and Gigalorum, and is, if they don't get killed by Gogmagog or something, and honestly, if they just throw their faces at it, they should be able to beat most of them, if not all of them, yeah. depending if they have any sense. Getting to V zero Arabati, that's the kind of thing where you can just it's easy. It sucks, but you can like throw DDs at it, and they're gonna get dispelled yeah. and stuff. But as long as you're healing them and and things are handled from a tank, then you should be okay. Yeah, you should absolutely be okay. I, I've killed it on V zero before. It was miserable with dragoon stuff, but you don't have damage and you just kill it fast enough. It doesn't matter. So V zero is like the clear, and you get everything, and that shouldn't be too hard. Like if you took a dancer and everyone doing crit stick is over off, just anything like that, people you should be able to, start, to do it as a V zero with a bunch of clueless people. People just need to actually start playing this game. That's they the need to stop having other people shortcut things for them and stop paying for like all these shortcuts because that's why nobody in any of these stories has understood what to do anywhere because nobody does it anymore like nobody plays this game i agree because ultimately the failures of the group i joined were because no one had outlined a strategy concretely to members there or had asked what the disconnects were or besides me trying to point out various things when they happened because that's what i do i'm not going to not do that it's honestly the best thing for the group so why not point out things that you notice Outside of that, because there were problems before I got there. That's how I got invited, I imagine, because someone left because they weren't liking how things were failing. So, and also that white mage that was horrible um, and left, that was given the bar blind, they were in Weatherspoon gear. Oh, boy. I don't know if you've seen Weatherspoon gear, but it's it's the bailed gear. and I remember wearing it when I came back to the game in 2017. Yeah. 2016, I think, yeah. is when it came out. And there. it doesn't have many stats, and it doesn't really help anyone. And the white mage, you know, was a sack of potatoes at best with it. But so, as as far as like to to kind of clarify what's going on with this though, like as far as this air body thing they're trying to get me to do, if they can prove to me that they threw together a group for a specific tier of air body and like they specifically researched the fight, looked at what they needed to do, whatever, I would pop the tier that they are prepared for. Well, Fox, but until they demonstrate that, that, until they demonstrate that they have done the slightest amount of preparation for it, I'm not going to do it. So when you tell them, like you tell me you want to see that, but you're not going to tell them that directly. So if you don't tell them directly that you, hey, guys, if you research the fight and tell me your strategy and outline what jobs you want and how you're going to do this, then I will pop it for you. If you don't tell them that, they're not going to do it. So you're going to like, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. But if you challenge them, they might actually rise to the occasion here. Maybe. I'm actually telling them that right now. Okay. So if they can do that and you'll pop it, which maybe, maybe they'll just think you're a dick. Maybe because like if they think you're a dick, fine, fuck them. They're stupid. But honestly, giving them the chance in this capacity of playing the game, this is how the this is the hardest tier content. This is how the game works. You know, it's not just a cakewalk for people who can't beat tier two for an hour and thirty four minutes. But 
I know I'm being diminutive, but it's just, it's just, I can't imagine wasting an hour and a half of my life like that at this point in my life. Maybe when I was like, you know, a kid playing this game or something, uh, I mean, I use kid loosely, but uh, maybe when I was a young adult playing this game or something, I could imagine not caring and wasting my time because, oh, I got school tomorrow. Who cares? But I can't imagine as an adult now who enjoys going and eating gritty clams like I live in Philly or something, drinking them out of the, the polluted Hudson or something, Delaware Bay. If you're in Philly, it wouldn't be the Hudson, it'd be New York. Um, I can't imagine now as, as someone who has plenty of responsibilities and a life and healthy relationships instead of playing this game constantly. I can't imagine wasting that time. It's just, it's just not good. And I mean, if you're enjoying it, it's one thing. If you're enjoying failing, like if you go in and try something and you're actually legitimately trying to like overcome something and you lose, that's fun losing. If you just don't give a fuck and go in and lose and waste your time and don't know anything and, and haven't benefited from losing, that's a bad waste of time. There's difference. Yeah. Yeah, I just let them know that. Uh, let's see if there's any good responses. I don't know. I'm not in the shell, so if anyone's wondering, I mean, I'm not in the shell. What sucks, I, mean, I, will, I won't let you know. I don't even know what shell it is. I'm not, I'm not going to let you in there. Is it can't six step? Nope. Okay. So uh, basically, like, I would like to remain in here, but like, yeah, I, I, I honestly just don't have the segments to throw away because I don't have a stockpile of segments because I actively did way too many but bosses. But you've been doing A's with us. So it doesn't give you shit. Maybe like 4K. Maybe. But yeah, I, I honestly just don't have the segments to throw away. So plus I let them know my group is starting back up too. So Uh-oh. better figure it out. I will when is it starting up next week? How long do I possibly have you for? Sunday. Ooh, this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So tomorrow it starts back up. Well, it was yeah. nice playing with you this week, Fox. The few times we did. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed doing the show lays. That, that was pretty fun. It's kind of like relaxing, go in there, beat everything up and leave. You don't have to worry about rushing or anything. You, you just go in and kill things. You don't have to worry about like doing all of the the shall see. You just go and rush in it. I just threw all my scales on the hoarding mule. What is this hoarding mule you have? Do you not just use scale? What, why, you, where, why do you keep scale? No, I scale? don't. Yeah, I keep it in case there's something I want to use it on. I've been using it on like the QWT belt. My, uh, I have kept the Jossorin, the Rosorin, whatever it is. I've kept that for Black one. Mage, but I've kept most things. I do not need to hoard. Yeah, I just throw it there because I don't have anything I want to use it on. I also did I did a QWT belt a long time ago because it was really good. Did you say QWT pie? The QWT pie. You, 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 but, you're um, doing QWT pie? What is it? What, yeah, I also throw... I don't, no, I didn't. I said a cutie belt. Oh, a cutie, a cutie but, belt. Uh, okay, like I said, a cutie belt. Yeah, I did that. I did that a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, no, I also throw all like all my ambuscade stuff on there too. And then when I reach a critical mass of stuff, I consolidate all into the same uh, currency so that I can make a remit. That's why I make them so fast. I thought if you were going to call me a cutie pie, I was going to be like, oh, stop it. Yeah. Yeah, I stop threw that. like a few hundred heavy metal plates on my mule too for the past couple months when I knew I was starting to do Hervelgamir. So. Yep. Yeah, that's the, actually the only time I'll um, I'll not liquidate the plates, though. I usually liquidate the plates for normal expenses, but when I know I'm going to finish an Empyrean, I actually start holding on to them. Prices stay rather stable overall, outside of like Baitetsu. If it goes up to 200k, that's a big jump. But prices for like metals and stuff stay rather consistent, especially because we keep getting Void Watch cameras, isn't that? So I just, I just sell them when I get them because my gill is going to build it to a critical mass anyway, where I don't have the room on a mule to hold them unless I start dumping stuff that I've been holding for many years, like my joy use and stuff like i had the stuff on a mule for like if i ever level i could pull joy use oh out. that stuff's on a different mule yeah but I, those mules i have also have tons of crafting stuff from 
when that's also a different matter. mule yeah well i i have i have several mules fox i'm paying for mules i don't ever play they're doing dark matter but i just i used to use yeah. them a bunch and i did a lot of crafting with them and now i've stopped ever crafting anything but i've hoarded so many materials of crafting I have a stockpile of food and various things. I have no free space to hold these things. Like, I have all the vagary stuff, all those on a mule. Like, it's just, it really adds up. And we've been doing a lot of it every every week now. We've just been clearing it. Like I said, since we're not doing omen bosses, we've just been doing like one wing or whatever, and we've getting a lot of these vagary drops. And I just have all these items everywhere. Hmm. Otherwise, I'd, I'd hoard this, but I just can't hold it. I don't know. I, don't, I, I just don't I know. I have three how... mules to hold, and I can't hold it. I don't know how people have these problems. I can hold it. I'm going to have to go level up my one mule to get a locker now because that's about the point I'm at. <laughs> I need the locker. I don't even have 80 of 80 inventories unlocked on a lot of my mules. My other ones, my, all my mules have all inventory except my one is lacking a locker because it's like level 40. Except my, my one that holds gear though, it actually benefits from all the inventory Fox has access to. So like all that gear is actually fed into um, all the Mogward ribs that my entire account gets, so. Like that one, it can actually hold like basically everything. I don't have over. a drop, so my holding gear is a problem. Because yeah. I have like... Um, That's probably one part of it, for sure. I have like costumes and stuff too that I need to just throw away, I guess. But those other jobs, that uh, they actually have gear on them from playing them. Some of like one's a dancer and I actually have stuff on it from playing dancer and, and monk and stuff in the past on that character from Abyssia onwards. So actually they have gear and stuff. So it's like, do I want to make them have no gear? That's that's why I have no room because I have they actually are a functional character somewhat even though they haven't been played in several years. Oh, I just have level sixty puppet masters with no sub job. Level sixty. Oh, for up in arms. Yeah, for up in arms, oh. so I can look like maximum RNG. Oh boy. They got slash uh, anon too. With they no they aren't anon though, so the people know I don't have a sub job. That's the fun part. <laughs> I'm sure I know I'm not doing it right. I'm, well, no, you're doing it right, frankly, because everyone's going to know this guy just has a mule just for this. Oh yeah, absolutely. They also do my dark matter, but whatever. Oh, man. So, worst threat of the week or best threat of the week? Sure. I didn't know if we were going to touch on it, but let's, let's, let's do this to finish off. Let me link you, Fox. So, this is the, the Manda one I wasn't supposed to know yes, about in yes. advance. Okay. So, preface. This, the poster of this was banned for a week off of r slash Final Fantasy 1.1. So, they went to r slash FFXI. They were banned because they have made threads in the past, and this one in particular was a big thread about how players should use other buffs like Coral Roll or how the optimal buffs for a party using Empyreans, because that's the criteria, is fighters and rogues, and specifically in Shoal C, where I said, well, you can use fighters and everything, but you have a bard and a corsair contributing Corsair's role or Sam's role is going to outweigh that for everyone because you still want to weapon skill even with an Empyrean. So you'd be denying two solid DDs are going to do what? 20, 25% of your damage? Two of them out of the. Hi, hi, lady. You're going to walk across the keyboard? Hi. Hey, hello. hello. Come here. Ow. Ow. Not nails That's first. That was nails first. Sounded like it was nails first. Yeah, I was just going to put him in my lap, but he decided he was going to put his claws out. Anyway. Um. So it would kind of like this whole thing about, like, why would you use Coral's role? Um, I don't see why. It, it, Coral's role, for anyone doesn't know, is the bard role of spell interruption rate reduction. And they're like, well, yeah. so you can cap spell interruption rate without having to change all these pieces of gear. And I'm like, yeah, but you have to give up other buffs to get this. What? So why is it so important that you change a few pieces of gear for spell interruption rate that's not consistently counted on? Instead of just using... Something that you could just yeah, change properly. using anyway yeah. at this point in the game. That's like something from, like, old game. Like, like that was useful many moons ago, like 
Yeah, because the gear just simply yeah, didn't, didn't exist, exist or was too difficult to get a hold of. And yeah. it was it was it was like that. And they're like 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 they went to me and they're like, oh, so you're telling me you tested Wait, this it? dude's a paladin, right? I don't know. This this guy. Son if the dude, if the dude's a paladin, then that's actually the easiest set you could possibly ask for. It, it, SIR set it was. They so were specifically easy. mentioning paladin, yes, as the reason you'd want to use oh, it. Not God. even rune fencer, which would be more of a reason, but still not the reason. You'd, you'd just okay, so and it was, it was summoner Miku seventy five, and it was okay. this guy is definitely the protagonist of his party. I imagine yes, and it was basically oh, that boy. you all need to just understand that there's other buffs can be used that are better, and you haven't explored them. And like like he's like he's fucking Marco Polo here. He's, there are, but it's not coral roll. This guy has found the G spot, and why are you scratching? Hi, that's good. He's found the G spot. Pardon the cat, and no one else has ever discovered it. And he's going to tell us where this G spot is. Lo and behold, he gets into it with every single person, not just me, every single person there. Like, I tell him, no, you should, you can, if you have, like, a couple of Ukon warriors, yeah, you can use Fighter's Roll because you're still probably going to cap attack overall on most floors between Berserk, Warcry, and all the buffs from the core. Not the core in this case, is using Fighters and Sams. But everything else going on, you're going to have enough attack probably to not really be missing it overall. I could see that being potentially a little better. But not not in general. You're not going to be doing this, and not you're not going to be using rogues. Rogues is pretty smart. Like you're not going to do all these random things. And he's like, so have you tried it? And it's like, nah. Long story short, he he gets mad at everyone, telling him he's full of shit, basically not being mean to him, but just telling him like like no, and, and he just deletes his thread. And then he, you know that's a rule. You don't delete your thread until you've gotten eighty responses to it. And he got banned for a week, and he got all mad. So. Now his thread is, Fox, and I should have linked it to you, Mandow mm. isn't useless. Oh boy. It's apparently not useless. Let me... Does he use it with Coral Roll? Don't worry, because the reason that you may be wondering about isn't what anyone could possibly have anticipated. It's, it's not fathomable what the logic was to this, but I will tell you what the reasoning was. So the post is, Mandow isn't useless, and then all the post contains is, hashtag, one word, Mandow isn't useless. So... Benchiro of Asura says, In the big picture, nothing is truly useless, so I agree with you. What made you come to this realization? Benchiro, let me tell you that it's perfect phrasing. Thank you. That is exactly how you lead an idiot into their own trap. Because you ask in a perfectly kind and inviting way to lure them into their own shit they're going to step in. So the response is, Odin high-tier battlefield. And if you're confused... It goes on. So the reasoning was that they have. Okay. Oh, I don't mean finished. I was using stage two Malfic dagger to cheese Odin high tier battlefield using the end spell cheese. And the first one is cheese with a Z, and the second one is N spell cheese with an yes, S. I'm reading that. So as Mandal has to exist to make this dagger, comma, ergo, it isn't completely useless. There. The next response is, wouldn't you just use ceremonial dagger for that? And they respond with, cuz, with a Z, it's been sitting in my mog safe for like a decade plus, and I thought I'd put it to use, question mark. So you've all learned it here. Mandal, not useless. Because a useless dagger has to exist to be uselessly used compared to other options, arguably superior options. Hashtag Mandow isn't useless. Uh, space between a blink and a tear? Feel free to speak into the mic, Fox. Oh, I think my internet's cutting out, actually. No, 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 no. I heard you. You were just quiet. I just I figured you were so... Your head was probably oh, turning. Oh, because you, you sound like robots. Oh, oh. It's been a while since we've had that. 
Okay, so yeah, so the like, it's funny. I see the the argument of being able to two step darkness on Lucas Kaliri. That was from someone else. <laughs> I mean, I there's a lot, there's lots of weapons where you can do that though. Yeah, I know, but are there like, like a red mage soloing using Mandao on Lucas Kaliri? Like, what situation would you really want this for? Oh, I don't know. I I can't hear seventy percent of what you're saying right now. Hold on, let me let me leave and rejoin. Okay, how about now, Fox? I think it's on my end. Yeah, I assume so. There we go. Okay, so now. Oh, hopefully. Okay, so yes, yeah, so, so the dude does stage two Malefic Dagger, and he's trying to do an end spell cheese, and that's why he's justifying a Mandao because like the stage two exists, therefore Mandao is useful. Yes, yes. That's what's occurring. There, yes, that is why cool. Mandao. And then is like useless. the response is why not use ceremonial when I hit click continue this thread. But, oh, okay. I didn't actually see any posts after today. I learned, so that was a thing. There was a couple arguments there. Um, Whatever. This is like a weird flex post. It's like it's been sitting in my mog safe because I couldn't be bothered to, to upgrade it. <laughs> I couldn't make Mendel like, for over what? a decade, so it's useful. I didn't make it for ten plus yeah, years. Yeah, why use ceremonial when you can use Aaron? Yeah, that was another one. Aaron has zero cost. I use wind knives myself. I use dual wind knife. Could you use a beast? So, I, I don't know. I actually, I don't. I don't. I use uh, Essekuva, and uh, I, I use both of Lion's Daggers from the event. Is a Beastinger too much damage? The Norgish Dagger and Essekuva. No, anything that, that's that's level that's one damage is fine. Well, so Beastinger is like level is, seven. Is it's like one. is it one damage? Oh, that's too much. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be base damage one. Okay. Okay. I thought I think because because you because you have to you have to have the mob um, have enough of it so that your F strength is negative, so it puts you to zero damage. Um, it's actually harder to do the end spell cheese on Odin on lower difficulties than D because occasionally you will have an F strength value greater than one or greater than zero. So this is a, the rare situation where it's actually easier to do this on harder mobs. Otherwise, you'll feed them TP. Let me look up the damage rating Which of the Melfic Dagger. Not a lot of people look at. No, who knows? Not something I've ever on VD. It's probably it, it's one. It's one. Like damage. I, I assume. Is it one damage? Okay. Two hundred to one. Sure. Okay. Well, I mean, for whatever reason, like honestly, just make the Mandao if you if you want to have fun with your Mandao. I, I could care less. I mean, just when you're doing something serious and we need you, we need to take you seriously as a dagger user. Just don't bring it to a party. That's all there is to it. There was an argument I'm here confused. from Eric's, who, hi, Eric's, if you still listen, we haven't heard from you in a while. Hope you're all right, Eric's. There was an argument from there from him about using Mandao R15 on Red Mage over using Torret because it's stronger for darkness than using Torret, or stronger in general than using Torret. So Eric saves the day here in this, this thread, I think. But Yeah. So if yeah, if you're on red mage and you're and you're locked to using a dagger for whatever reason and oh, you need to make bar. darkness, that's how red mage is gonna need to do it. Sorry, and that, that's how red mage is gonna have to use it for double damage because I believe the red mage is still gonna be able to multi-step darkness if darkness is all you care about with the torrid. The only thing Mandao does is adds the additional darkness from Mercy Stroke, and not needing you to have to multi-step. I mean, he says bard here, but uh, I mean, if you have enough attack buffs, using an anus, a lot of caveat. Using an anus over Mandao would be a superior result, I imagine. I can't imagine a yeah, an anus yeah. is always better than Mandao. Yeah, so like he said, like so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see where that's true. Yeah, because you can't use anus on Remage, so Aeneas. I keep saying anus, but exactly, exactly. So like that's a situation where like, for whatever reason you feel like we're using Mercy Stroke on Red Mage, that's how you're getting that darkness. Um, but a red mage can make darkness with a dagger with the turret. You just have to do um, uh, 
I think it's evisceration to viper bite to make distortion, and then you'll close uh, evisceration. So you get to use evisceration twice, which is an infinitely better weapon skill than mercy stroke, and that yeah. makes darkness. Yeah, because you need transfiction decision. That's what it is. Yeah, it's still not so that really make worth making an R fifteen just to try and do some <laughs> like using apex mobs as no. a target. Is like there's no real situation in which. You're making an R15 Mandau to go get job points on Red Mage. It's just not a realistic thing. I'm not convinced the Mandau is better. Neither am I. Even when, like when he writes I'm this, it's, it's like not. a base analysis here, but it's not. At least he tr he went and tried it at least, but because because it assumes you use Mercy Stroke, right? And Mercy Stroke is gravitation type, so that means you are insinuating that you're making darkness using Mercy Stroke to Mercy Stroke. Which is not great. Yeah, an Apex doing a multi step. So, yeah, a Red Mage gets some benefit so. out of it because. Exactly. Uh, so, the argument here is that because it's a 5 FTP weapon skill with 80% strength, that a Red Mage is at least going to be able to boost strength and pretend that it's Knights of the Round or something for Savage Blade. But Red Mage gets Temper 2, like Temper, and the only extra FTP transfer on Evisceration is even better. So, should be. Um, I'm not I'm not convinced that, that Mercy Stroke is doing it because you would still have to multi-step in the exact same way to get a superior result. So basically you're still gonna have to take your Mandau and do evisceration to uh uh to Viper Bite or or whatever for uh or actually it'd be like evisceration to I think uh, Aeolian Edge is probably gonna be better if that if that still works. It's one of the two. And then you're still going to have to close Mercy Stroke at the end of the day. So you're still having to do a multi-step to get a multi-step darkness. So you might as well just use the straight-up better dagger to do that. It's Transfiction to Fission. Um, so let me go to the dagger page on BG. and look. Yeah, Transfiction that. Decision should be right. I know that I know that from uh, Dragoon because so, of uh, Start Iverson. The problem, I, th I think... I think the problem with, uh, with using Aeolian Edge, because Aeolian Edge should have Scission, is that they might have a higher ranked property that's going to force you into a different uh, skill chain than Scission's uh, than priority. I know Viper by decision because I, I just did the, uh, the puppet automaton skill chain tracking guts in that Lua. Yeah, so Evisceration is grab and trans. Uh, so you can you open with that, obviously. Then you can use either Dancing Edge, which you have to be Thief or Dancer to do that, which is why it's in the Thief skill chain combo. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, Dancing Edge can be used right now, right? But it's been a while. I haven't done that in a bit to remember that. Yep. But yes, you can use a low on Edge because it's Impact Incision Detonation. Um, Zenerator you wouldn't want to use, but in this case, you, well, no, you can't because uh, Grab to Frag would make Frag. So you'd have to use either Wasp Thing, Viper Bite, or uh, Dancing Edge to make that distortion after using Avis. So you could use Avis to Viper Bite, which is meh, but at least the skill chain damage is going to make up for it by doing another uh, three-step evisceration because Apex mobs take extra skill chain damage basically from their low magic defense bonus. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if your argument, though, is, is multi-stepping, though, like the, the darkness you make using a Mandau is inferior to the darkness you would make using a Tarret. Yeah, because it should be no problem for a mage to do Oh, no, no, it, it would work. Um, evisceration... Evisceration to Aeolian Edge should absolutely be distortion. Yeah. Decision's the first property. No, it's yeah, um, so you, you don't have to use Viper property. Bite. It's impaction scission. Not on the wiki. The wiki says impaction scission detonation. Let me check. Maybe this is a bug. Maybe we gotta fix this. It is sitting detonation. The wiki, it oh says man, it's actually the wrong detonation impact. It's actually the wrong That's actually what I used to, to build the um the bar the that, uh, that's the, the correct order. AI. The page yeah. for dagger is incorrect. That's let me fix that. 
Wow. Okay, so it is impaction first? It's That's... scission first. It's scission first. You are correct, sir. Okay, so it is scission first. Okay. Because yes. I, I could swear I've made uh, distortions off it, of it. It would have so. to be because it was impaction first. It wouldn't make the endless skill chain it makes. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that, that all makes sense then. Yeah, let me fix this weapon So for those table. still following along. That was the weapon skill dagger page. Skill chains. I'm sad that that was wrong. For That's been like that for like five years. If you did follow along with that and you are still listening, then you should give yourself a pat on the back because that was a little confusing. But skill chain stuff, yeah. Yeah, so using a vis to either Viper or a Lone Edge and then another vis to make Darkness would be a better combination for Apex mobs, especially which is what it was tested on. I mean, you can make the argument you don't want to AoE, just use Viper Bite then. It was still the skill chain damage will make up for that damage. Yeah, it's, it's actually not a stronger piercing option for Red Mage. And it also doesn't, um, but the he has no caveat about it being, let me see the rest of the thread. Red Mage doesn't need that much. It's not a lie. No, no. Because evisceration. Oh, no. Oh, are we really doing math for a second? Because I, I, I clicked on the responses. He's trying to defend it. Evisceration is going to always be a six hit weapon skill, by the way. Because you're, it's assumed it offhand when you're on Red Mage because you aren't doing this, these shenanigans unless you're Sub Ninja. So it's between six and very likely eight hits. So your FTP on Evisceration is going to be uh, probably 10. So it's going to be twice as strong as Mandal's potential. Yeah. So even if you only have a 50% dex mod, which you can also just boost instead with your, with your gain spell, um, and the fact that this is a crit rate weapon skill, which is going to avoid the, uh, it's going to help avoid the attack penalty Even issue then altogether. It's, it's if FTP it replicating on a job that's making it six to eight hits. Yeah. And that's like, he's talking about the Very mod. Commonly he's talking about the hits. mod being 80% versus 50. As we've talked about in the previous episodes here, the mod is only it's part of the base that. damage that's increased. The FTP being a higher multiplier yeah. is infinitely better than increasing the the contribution of a, of a basic number that's added to a base damage, not even multiplied. Which is what that is, yeah. then adding more of a of a, of a modifier. I didn't here. mean to like wreck having, this guy's heroic post. Having well, no, I mean it's Eric's. He'd understand. He would agree. Yeah, I, I really wasn't intending to debunk Eric's heroic post about having thirty percent less of a modifier on a weapon skill yeah. is not important compared to the other factors of it. It is useful, but it is not nearly a defining factor. FTP is oh, generally no. always a defining. Oh, what he's happened? he's confirmed it in the Bard spreadsheet. The bar. Oh no, the Bard spreadsheet. Hold on, he confirmed it in the Bard spreadsheet. Well, well, I have to correct. imagine there is something leaning heavily. I mean, the Bard spreadsheet might have, because he's talking about Red Mage that he confirmed in the Bard spreadsheet somehow. This is like Simon Says spreadsheet. But this was, this is probably the Bard spreadsheet still having that Simon Says infection in it. Oh, with the Mandow? Oh no, that would be oh, hilarious. Well. I don't think so. Oh, because he, it has to do with Mandow. <laughs> I would hope not. See, oldies become goodies. Hashtag Mando isn't Why useless. does everything always like lead back to that fucktard? Uh, because he can't skill chain. This is idiot. why he can't skill chain. But no, all you you don't need a you don't need a spreadsheet for this, guys. Please don't just like use the spreadsheet and be like, yeah, this works. First off, Eric's making this this argument using the Bard spreadsheet for Red Mage, which is weird. Well, he even, he even went off, to even for Bard, look, which doesn't make sense because you'd use Aeneas then, which would be a better option for once for two-step dark on Apex Bats. There'd be as, there'd be no reason to take something that's like only, half the FTP from make a two-step with the same eighty percent, and it's a better. It's just, you're talking about strength versus Dex here too. It's just, no, no. Really ev strength. Evisceration 
even without the extra hits, is still a higher FTP than the other weapon skill. The 30% difference in mod is not going to make enough of a difference here. And they both have Especially the when you're trying to argue it being too. attack. So it's not like R15 here is changing it dramatically because they yeah. both get the boost to the weapon afterwards. Because in situations where you think you have to care about 60 attack, the extra bonus to, to being able to actually critically hit something is probably going to do more for you in the long run. And I mean, you constantly get a crit. Yeah, it's, it's bonus very wrong. High rate Every, something on, here is on very, very wrong. And, and the Mandow is like a 15% proc for double damage. It's not going to make up for the crits. You're like critting rapidly with a tour. Yeah, there's something wrong with that spreadsheet, by the way. Oh, yeah, because the spreadsheet doesn't uh, so, account for most things when it comes part. to tour. It doesn't have the crit rate in there. It doesn't have anything like that. So, how do you define a weapon that has rapid multi hit, you know, critical hit rate procs of like, it's like 40% of something ridiculous when you when you hit your weapon. So, you're, you're, you're critting constantly with a tour. How do you account for that if it's never in the spreadsheet? That white and damage And then also, also, like if you look at it, um, even at R15, that means it has an effective FTP on Mandau of 7.5, which is still below uh, evisceration. But it does actually be, it is actually higher than evisceration if no multi attacks occur. Like if you just land all six of the original hits, which is, again, it's, it can happen. But red mage. But overall, you're going to average two. above it, even if it can happen. You should average above that because yeah. you're not changing your FTP with, and you're also gaining 1.0 PDF increase, which you are not getting from plus 60 attack. By the way, there's no world where, you're, where plus 60 attack is giving you a 1.0 PDF. No, no. Like, yeah. like these are the you good things because I don't mathematically I don't, what would have to take place. I don't do math, understanding that having 60 attack is a, a lot dramatic PDF increase or or looking at like like I don't have to do math like people don't have to succeed and be above average in this game by doing math you don't have to use a spreadsheet you don't have to do any of these things you just understand basic things to look out for so in this Fox you're looking yeah. at FTP replicating weapon skill you're looking at how it's a low FTP for evisceration but they all add together to be a higher FTP because it's replicating between every hit you know this is you know you're 6. not 6.25 yeah you're, you're, or 10 one, yeah okay yeah. between Yep. But but understanding those basic things, you get a higher FTP, which is the most important part of weapon skill nowadays, because everything else is already high, and you're increasing a multiplier at that point. The other things do not increase; they increase an additive base. So understanding that and comparing that, you can then go test this in game and just do this to see a basic understanding. But yeah. understanding those basic things, you don't have to do math. You don't need to use a spreadsheet. Like for my pup set, I'm winning the parse. I'm not using a spreadsheet. I'm just using basic reasoning of the things I'm using. Am I using the most optimal set for Howling Fist? I am not. I am using a fucking Ellie belt for Howling Fist because oh. I don't want to make a neck on pup. Like I don't want to carry like a Caro next thing ridiculous. So I, I don't basically have a neck. I use a Fodia, which is not a great piece for Howling Fist. But I'm still doing better than everyone else because the rest of the pieces of my gear make sense in this case. So you don't have to do math in this game. You don't need a yeah, spreadsheet. So, you just need to have basic sense applied. It doesn't have to be like perfect, but you're still going to be ahead of the game. So the way they try to combine their turns is actually not a plus 50% increase for being R15. It's plus 68%. So it does get closer to evisceration, but it's still not going to be there. I think that'd be the best case for me to have to do the voracious resurgence missions is so I get a neck for Pup that's better for Howling Fist than a Fodio Gorgon. Because it's like Caro neck, or if you're capped, you use the uh, the JSE neck for pup from the the PDL on it. Otherwise, you don't really have any options for neck on pup for weapon skill for Howling Fist. Yeah. So yeah, it only brings it to um, to an eight FTP. It does not cover evisceration at max, or even at I think one extra hit. I think it's about the same. But again, you don't get the 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 PDF thing. Um, you don't get the plus one point oh when it crits. Yeah, there, there's no way that Mandau competes with that weapon skill. 
So, uh, hashtag Mandow is useless. Do not make Mandow. We're back to, you know, the flow chart here. Unless you are farming dragon beads, which I'm sure if I didn't say that, at least some table yeah, or I was, someone would be upset. I was trying to debunk my own claim. Like, I was looking for ways that I was wrong. And I did find that the FTP part was wrong. That's why I wanted to clarify. But even with that being wrong and with it being even more in favor of Mandow, Mando doesn't get there. So, yeah, I don't know if that spreadsheet's telling them. But it's wrong. The spreadsheet's generally wrong because the spreadsheet, as you looked at the Black Mage calculator one time in Bangkok, uh, you you saw that a lot <laughs> of stuff in there was incorrect. And it's just people, I know that they're not perfect and yeah. people put too much stock into them because they're a tool to evaluate in general. If you have, if you take the base knowledge that we apply to things and then try to like, well, I could see maybe this set also being good. Let me see how far off in the spreadsheet it is. And unless the spreadsheet's absolutely terrible, which is possible depending on the spreadsheet, then you can use spreadsheet as a tool to you know, improve high weighty again, your your base knowledge here on improving your gear set here, but you're also fighting for peanuts at this point. Your gameplay, skill chain opportunities, everything is going to be more important, including having a proper skill chain. Like I like using the spreadsheet to optimize a skill chain damage base set. Like what piece of gear raises the highest number in the spreadsheet, and then changing other pieces of gear to cap skill chain damage that aren't those pieces for that weapon skill, so I can customize a more effective skill chain damage set. Not like what's the most powerful anything, because when it comes down to it, gameplay and buff situations, especially the buff situations, are going to be more important than like, oh, what's the most strongest attack cap set, and like, you're not going to ever run that constantly. It's just, when when it happens, it's great, but you're not going to be the most effective damage dealer by focusing on these spreadsheet scenarios that really don't exist. Yeah, I mean, even in this situation here, like if you are at a magical attack cap on on either Bard or Red Mage, Red Mage is still going to win out because it has access to malignance in this magical attack cap world. So like if you wear Bunzi body plus full malignance on Red Mage, you can get like the most out of evisceration over Mercy Stroke anyhow. Same argument so I have for no Aeneas, where like, yeah, the spreadsheet starts yeah. you off, it's constant 3k Super and wrong. 3 with with uh twash star and yeah if you have an offhand tp bonus and you're spamming with attack and everything it's going to be better but if you are in a lot of other situations it just it just aeneas is right there with it or if not slightly better in other situations Uh, so it's just like the spreadsheet just because it is favoring something in one way things end up being generally close in the spreadsheet between like one or two percent or so and when it's within that margin of error especially when the spreadsheet's not perfect it's really going to come down to not only how fast do you react in game especially in a job like Thief with Aeneas in question, your reaction time is going to be the determinant of which weapon is better, honestly. Yeah, like any dual Anything, job. Yeah, really. any dual job especially. Yeah. Just your reaction time changes everything completely. That's why one person completely destroy you with even the same gear you use. It's just how it is applied to the game. So it's just certain things, like in this case with Mandow, applying it in this way, it's just really kind of grasping at straws when it's like, oh, the spreadsheet says it's slightly, but it's like, no... When you get the slightlies in the spreadsheet, it's not, that's not, slightlies are really, well, really to be taken with a grain of salt. Now, well, that's the thing, though, is like now that it's debunked is like which one would actually be better. Like it, it'll be evisceration with Torrid. Um, even then, the just problem, the multi-step skill chain, I still stick to even if, even if it was weaker for a two-step, uh, you're not killing an apex bat in a two-step with a Mandal on, on Red Mage. And they have a low enough magic defense bonus that it's, it's feasible to use Aeolian Edge as well. But the, here's the thing, though. Um, uh, best way to word this, uh, I lost it. I think either way, the multi-step is going to be better. Even if, even if Mandow was better, which it's not, even if it was doing a three-step on an apex bat is going to be better with those three weapon skills, evisceration, 
either a Lowen or Viper and Evisceration. It's going to oh, be stronger. Alien Edge, please. Than doing Mandau, you know, yeah. uh, Mercy Stroke, Mercy Especially Stroke, on Red over Mage. and over again. It's just not going to. Yeah. Yeah, especially on Red Mage, you want to be closing with the Alien Edge. You could even finish the last one off of the Magic Burst if the mob's close enough on Red Mage. You could really do this, but only with sure. like, you know, a two step's not going to get you there unless you're spending a few two steps, which just seems inefficient to do. So I, I guess I guess what I was trying to formulate is that while Torrid is better, like if you made a Mandal, it doesn't actually perform that much lower. Like if you look at all this stuff in a bubble, um, Why it just changes how you're going to change it's it. Still not better. Yeah, well, that's the thing though. Is like, yeah, if you want to, that that's just it though. Is if you want to blow a bunch of gill on something that isn't better, but is probably functionally going to be fairly similar, go ahead and make your mandow, mandow your balls off. It's going to be a lot less useful overall than a tart would for a lot more effort. So that's what you should be evaluating. I mean, it's not necessarily that mandow is bad. It absolutely is. And it's just for red mage. Um, if you're a thief, don't even touch mandow. Yeah, exactly. But but the the thing is is like just because other options are better doesn't mean that this isn't this isn't serviceable. This is absolutely a serviceable weapon. It's just going to be a lot more narrow than everything that Tarot's going to do for you. So in that one thread I talked about, I got deleted with the coral and everything for Miku, uh, the guy who made this summoner Miku seventy five, mm-hmm. the guy that made this thread as well. Um, he was going about how like oh if you tested it you don't know anything you just done the and I said look the message shouldn't be I'm a snowflake look at me and this is the appropriate use of snowflake not to you know criticize people you don't agree with politically it's this is the correct yeah. use of snowflake uh, not to be a snowflake but to point out that plenty of things in this game fall within a range of acceptable and that they get shunned for not being perceived as optimal when they are acceptable and should be employed and can actually possibly be more superior for the situation, even though they're not considered optimal. Plenty of things fall in the range of acceptable, and they should be embraced as that, that they are perfectly valid options, not that they should be shunned as people do and only make, you know, nagling warrior over and over again. Like, like plenty of things are acceptable and should be accepted as that. Not that, like, hey, guys, I have special snowflake buffs you just don't understand yet. Like, it shouldn't be, that yeah. shouldn't be the message. It should be things are acceptable, and they should be explored and enjoyed, not shunned. And that should be the message. And that was never the message. And the response was like, you don't know, whatever. Yep. Fuck. There should be a tangible enough reason that I'm doing this. And that's going to change from person to person, too. It's just most people won't use your coral roll buffs for no fucking reason at all. <laughs> There's no reason to ever use that buff. You're better yeah. off using Avengers or, or, or something. Like, Avengers is a counter, by the way. You're better off using Avengers roll or something than coral roll. Allies roll. Yeah, coral roll. Coral roll is a very niche thing. Dancers and roll. it's only... Well, Dancer's Roll is worse than Coral Roll, in my opinion. Oh, oh, before this is over, Fox, I didn't talk about Not gonna lie bar. though, when I was when I was car- when I was kiting Fear Singer in that in that Dynamics I was talking about, I did put up Dancer's Roll on myself. At least that's more useful than Coral's yeah. Roll. It kept me alive when no one else would. This reminds me of the old Walking Dead meme, Coral. Yeah, Coral. So I don't know, there's a lot of stuff here, but the thing is, is like everyone's going to argue about this shit. And at the end of the day, it's not really going to matter. People are just drawing attention to something they don't need to draw attention to. Like this Mandel question could have never come up and this guy would have lived his happy Mandel life and probably never would have changed the damn thing. This wasn't even a Mandel. This is a Malefic dagger. So Malefic, Malefic dagger. dagger. Sure. Yeah. Like debunking this doesn't actually do anything. Well, you know, this was probably the, the greatest justice Mandel could be given. So. 
I didn't think we were actually going to sit here and debunk it. I didn't actually consider that. I was thinking to myself, okay, maybe possibly I'm Red Mage. But then I didn't like, like well, I just like, whatever, this is going to be the threat of the week. I was trying to see what his point of view was for the argument because there was, could be something interesting that I didn't know. Only because it's Eric's that I take it seriously. Sure. I, I mean, I don't care who it is. Like, well, if the, someone well, has an interesting thing to say about this, I, I want to know so I can see if it's correct and I didn't know. Yes, validity is not determined by the author itself, but because there's a rapport with this person. I took their post more seriously, not more valid, but more seriously oh. than I would of anyone else. Sure. That's, I didn't mean that they're more valid. Oh yeah, I get you. At any rate, so I think we touched on average playing and the whole, whether you're the power broker that makes your group succeed or you are the guy who just wants to have fun failing or you're the guy who wants to, you know, kind of evaluate things and, and look at them a little more critically or, evolve and succeed and grow you know from the tadpole in the pond to the frog that leaps out to live its life its best life uh you know there's its a, this, best life its best frog life before it becomes a delicious french cuisine then, <laughs> then you know there's a lot of swampy uh. you know what are you doing in my swamp shrek stuff to walk through here and it's pretty shitty out there and you're gonna step in it a lot However, if you can take those licks on the chin, shall you, then you can really not only grow to enjoy this game and be more secure in your interactions as an individual and your confidence may possibly grow, but you can really get through the average player and the cream rises to the top. And you, <laughs> you can... Wow. That's good, man. <laughs> And okay, you can have the best kind of experience in Final Fantasy. Mmm. I don't feel like I've gotten the best kind of experience. The Kree. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't plan on that. It just happened. I, I can tell. It just happened. As soon as I thought of cream, it clicked. Mm. So <laughs> That's good, man. So, uh, I have no shame, Fox, or very little of it. I believe that. I, I think the message, though, muddled as it may be, rather clear. Pretty muddled. Pretty muddled. But the Cree rises to the top. And, and you can sort through the average bit of, you know, material that may exist out there in the universe there and just rise to the top. I don't know. I'm trying to be constructive here, Do you here, even Fox. know what you're saying no, anymore? No, I'm saying that you have to sort through all the shit and all the bad experiences we had to actually, and you know, rise above that and, 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 and be a better player and, and come and enjoy the game and be able to learn and have perspective and, and, and grow as an individual and, and have confidence in how you interact with people and deal with situations because you're going to be thrust into these bullshit situations. People don't know shit and you got to handle it. So I'm saying, you know, through all the message of us going down a step because it is arrogant, but yes, we are a step above because we've been there and we've grown and we understand a little more than clearly the people we've run into. And that's the whole point of the podcast is to like talk about it and elevate and this and that. So it's true. Like, yeah, like being humble just for the sake of downplaying it to yeah. pretend you're humble is really disingenuous. Arrogance and is honestly, a this is shown appropriately. Yeah, this has shown me that I'm it's like a disservice I could be doing to everyone to keep pretending. So yeah, I, 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 yeah, I took a step down and I tried to look at what it's like down there. Yeah. I learned long ago that arrogance shouldn't be shunned as one of those good vibes only kind of things, but there it can be a benevolence in properly using your arrogance within restraint and applying it appropriately. Because 
you know, you don't want to be full of yourself, but you really don't want to prevent yourself from thinking that you're like, oh, I'm no different. No, you are different. And you, you, you can be more than just the humble guy. So yep. understanding when you're not different is important, but understanding that you're not always the same as everyone else. And I don't want to brag or nothing, but people do want to brag. So don't lie to yourself either. So I mean, either way, I think it was a good episode, Fox. Yeah. And I appreciate yeah. the pain you went through to bring us this yeah. cream. Well, I'm going to continue to try to do that pain just to see where it goes. Because, like, I may have, like, seen the perspective I was looking for, but I, I still haven't brought you guys, like, enough of an answer yet as far as, to, like, how I can change things to try to shape the message in a better way, maybe. I don't know. Uh, you know, we'll get there. I, I think I was kind of really worried when this started off that it was going to be just a, a fest of, like, fuck everything. I'm tired of this. Fuck everyone. They suck. I was worried we were going to go off into the deepest, darkest... Uh, statutory rape apologist sort of sections of our mind here and, and just go too dark and not come back for it. But actually, we kind of really pulled it back. And I think even if you're going to continue down this path of what I think is a surefire disappointment, um, then, you know, at least at least we kind of took something that is the way it is and kind of made it a little better. Yeah, we're not miracle workers, especially not myself, but. I didn't even bring up the bard from that from that thing. I'm not going to talk about that bard because I did everything. That bard is just superfluous. There's no reason to bring up. It's not pertinent to talk about the bard that had no fast cast gear and didn't do anything. So never change gear. So <laughs> that's. I think that's it. You got anything else to add, Fox? Any 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 like insightful uh, dick psych poems or anything you possibly have uh, brewing up there in the old? Uh, I'm not going to share noggin. Nah, man, I've had to, like, piss for an hour now, and I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, I'm a bit hungry, too. I had too many clams too long ago. Too many clams. Too many clams. I am happy as a clam, Fox. It's good, man. Give us the send-off. All right. Uh, Well, later, guys.